0: Welcome to the Onyx Pathcast. My name is Matthew Dawkins, and I am accompanied by my co-host Dixie Cochran. Hello. And Eddie Webb. Hello there. What a glorious, wonderful week it is. How are you both?
1: <laughs> doing okay. You know. Same same as we've been doing
0: for a while. Yeah. And Eddie?
2: Do- doing the best we can. How about that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, um it it's it's been um interesting uh i mentioned before i live in the Atlanta area and so we're kind of in a awkward state of of phase one part two of covid lockdown mm-hmm. um uh but um i did discover that my local library does have contactless transfer finally Oh, um, so, uh, so you have to school, you schedule your, you have to find your book online and you hold it um and then you call them to for an hour like a few hour block and they have a tent with, and your book's in a bag with your name on it. So they check it out for you. You give them your library card number and then you drive up and they just hand you the bag. You say your name, you hand you the bag and so you have the book and then you have just an outdoor drop-off. Uh, it's always been there. Um, so it's, it's at the interesting stage of like, there. it's not normal, but there are bits and pieces of life that are trying to find a new way forward so you can get some element of that uh, old life back. And I find it yeah. interesting.
0: Well, that's certainly an improvement on just being shut indoors, uh, wondering when the uh, nuclear fallout's going to pass. I guess, um, oh, or right. COVID in our case. Uh, yeah, I've been. There's a gym that's opened up. My my gym, not what not I run one. Yeah, I have a side business. I run a gymnasium. Which <laughs> you, uh, I've been looking for a way out of this RPG industry for a while now, and so I invested in a gym, and it's uh, all,
2: all underwater aerobics.
0: Yeah, uh, and you know what?
1: <laughs> and uh, wrestling.
0: Yeah, ooh, underwater <laughs> wrestling—that is uh,
1: very dangerous with the potential for drowning.
0: Yes, but that's what makes it exciting. I could see it being a a Bond villain um, like thing. You, you know, you will wrestle my henchman in the underwater shark tank, as opposed to the <laughs> as opposed to the above ground shark tank, which just right. didn't work. For whatever reason, it just didn't come together. But no, there's a gym gym that opened up uh, again post-COVID, uh, post-COVID, mid-COVID uh, over here, and uh, it is the one at which I'm a member, and I'm eyeing it warily because yeah. apparently, well, because I know for a fact these last few months I've been as sedentary as a sedentary thing, and I could really do with going to the gym, but at the same time, do, I trust, the, uh, do I, I trust the business to be running itself as well as it possibly can, you know, as in terms of safety, um, having high, what would it be, I guess, um, cleaning spray screens between machines and things like that so that everyone is nicely isolated. But do mm-hmm. I trust the, the people that attend the gymnasium to all do their bit in keeping it a safe environment for everyone else? Right. That's my
1: issue is that I feel like in a crowd of any sort, you're only as protected or cautious as the least cautious person. Yeah. Um, so that's why, like, in my apartment, even if I just go to, like, the mailboxes, which are, you know, the, like, in- indoor apartment style set into the wall mailboxes, even if I go over there to get the mail, I come back in, I wash my hands, you know, and mm-hmm. because I touched two door handles and my mailbox. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the same thing like our gym in our apartment building hasn't opened back up yet. And I don't know when it's going to, or if it's going to anytime soon. And that's fine because I'd like to use it. I honestly would. They've got really nice machines in there. I was, a uh, I was looking forward to moving to this apartment and starting to work out some more, yeah. uh, because they've got the machines that have like Netflix built in and stuff. Oh, nice. And I was like, I was just like, Oh, I could totally kill an hour on a cycle if I'm watching TV. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's easy for me. Um, but it hasn't been open since I got here. And honestly, I'm like, well, I don't know who the least sanitary person in my building is, but
2: I'm not sure I trust them. Yeah, it's true. This is the reality of it. But, I mean, on the flip side, it's um, – uh, honestly, I think if you can draw your own lines, uh, I had to go uh, do a follow-up with my um, uh, surgeon. Uh, he's the one who put the uh, bone-anchored hearing aid in my head. Um, and so in February, when I last saw him, he's like, yeah, let's see you in six months, see how things are going. And then – Everything changed. Uh, I was like, actually surprised. Like, can, can we do that remotely? You know, it's like he has to let you physically see my head. Um, so I had to kind of come right. in. Um, uh, and so, I mean, it was very different. He's, his office is in a hospital. So, like, it's front door. You have to get tested for, or at least get your temperature checked and wear a mask like right at the front door. You can't come mm-hmm. in. Um, and then I got to the, the uh, waiting rooms completely empty. Um, uh, everyone, the staff was masked. Um, Uh, a doctor was masked. Uh, And I mean, it it was comforting the sense that this is a a surgeon I've been working with for almost uh, nine years now. Um, So I know everybody there. Uh, They know me. Um, And we're joking about it. "Ah, It's kind of weird now. Um, And I trust them completely to be absolutely as sanitary as possible because I wouldn't be with this doctor for nine years if I didn't trust them. Um, but you're right. It's still the sense of I was constantly washing my hands. I was constantly sanitizing my hands. Um, I was making sure I to touch as little as possible. They had a, a tray of used pens. So if you use a pen, they put in the used pen tray, so you don't touch somebody else's pen. Like they're really careful about it. But I'm still like also just avoiding everybody else, um, trying to make sure, especially elderly people, make sure. I'm not inadvertently giving them something. Um, and still even in this hospital environment, just seeing non-medical staff just clearly not giving a fuck. Yeah. This um, is, 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 is difficult. So, I mean, I you didn't know yet another honest podcast where they talk about how COVID is awful, but it's. Yeah, well. <laughs> it, it, I'm moving more towards. Um, I'm seeing businesses and organizations and groups starting to adapt. Um, we just got off of uh, Gen Con online and, and they've tried to adapt and, and try new things. So, I think rating a point where people are going to. Find new paths forward, and some of those are going to work and some of those aren't. And that's the part where it's particularly in Atlanta is interesting because there are still people who are reluctant to accept that this is the way the world works right now.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm in happier news, uh, admittedly, in terms of COVID, it's uh, hardly a blip on the radar, but for us, it's quite important. They came from beyond the grave, has hit 200% funding uh, yes. as of Whee! day of recording. Uh, which is always a lovely total to reach. So thank mm-hmm. you very much, everybody who has supported that Kickstarter so far. We've, uh, we're have we doing really well, considering we're in the time of a pandemic and not everyone can afford to spend money. And uh, I very much appreciate anyone who has put down money on this game. Uh, again, as of time of recording, we've still got a couple of weeks left of the campaign and some more stretch goals to unlock. So look forward to that. And in fact, as you've probably read the title you will know that the subject matter of this episode is an actual play of They Came From Beyond the Grave. But don't be fooled, we're not about to run a game for you. Uh, We actually ran a game... Yeah, I know. Uh, We we ran a game at the uh, Onyx Path Virtual Gaming Convention, or Onyx Path Con. And uh, we have actually got several requests. I got several requests requesting for an audio-only version. Uh, And this is one of those problems with YouTube Uh, where unless you have YouTube Premium, you can't just listen to YouTube while it's minimized on your phone. You have to have it open. And not everyone is in a position where they can have YouTube running a video uh, at about two and a half, three hours' length. So here we are. We're going to present you with an edited-down version of the actual play, and hopefully you will enjoy it. So I guess we will cut to that now. Greetings, all. Welcome back to the Onyx Path Twitch for Onyx Path's virtual gaming convention. Uh, It's certainly been a long weekend so far and a very successful one. I think we've all been enjoying ourselves uh, with a lot of very fun, sometimes silly, sometimes horrifying games. And this one is going to be a bit of both. Uh, First thing I'm going to do before I introduce my fantastic guests my players is i'm going to talk a little about the convention sorry if you've heard it before but uh there's some important stuff that i want to get out of the way to cover first of all firstly this is our very first virtual gaming convention that we've run and to date so far it has been going superbly all credit goes to the fantastic folks at gehenna gaming uh, one of whom is with us uh, for this game ian muller uh, also, thanks Thank to uh, Travis Legg, who has been, who's I guess on our side of the <laughs> of the divide, who has been uh, working hard behind the scenes on production as well as the Vorpal Tales team. We've also got charities, and I do want to point people towards the charities now because you'll be so fixated on this game that you may forget to donate. It's captivated, you mean? Exactly. Uh, you may forget to donate while we are playing. Uh, Onyx Path. Con is uh, supporting two different charities the Thurgood Marshall College Fund and the Bodhana Group they're both fantastic charities we are not charging people for participating in this convention you don't need to pay to watch you don't need to pay to play uh, but if you have it in you if you have the spare dollars even if it's only one a donation to either of those charities would go a long way Uh, You can find both of them on onyxpathcon.com. We've already raised a nice amount. I would love to see it go up even more by the end of day three, the day we're on right now. Uh, Other things to cover. Not much more, but two more. First is also on onyxpathcon.com, you've got access to a lot. And I mean a lot of RPG discounts right now. So if you are in the market to buy a role-playing game based on what we've been doing or just because you fancy buying something new, whether it's in PDF or hardback or even DICE, we actually have access to all these things on onyxpathcon.com and there's money off on a whole slew of products. So please do check that out. Take advantage of it while you can because once this convention is over, the sale will be over. Uh, And the final thing. We will be doing a giveaway as part of this stream. Uh, At some point, probably about a third of the way through, three quarters of the way through, we will do a bit of a raffle of people who are active in the chat uh, for this stream. And one of you will win a PDF copy of They Came From Beneath the Sea before it is released to the general public. It has already gone out to the backers of the Kickstarter. It hasn't yet go- gone up on sale on DriveThruRPG or in stores. It is being printed, so you can win a free copy of that PDF. So stay active in the chat, and you are in with a chance. So with that said, I should introduce the players, and then I'll come back around so you can introduce your characters. Let's just give you, uh, some brief introductions, who you are, why you're here. Uh, you can let's-
1: introduce the game first? What are we no, playing? No. What's it about? No? Nothing? OK, no, no, cool. No, all no, right, let's we'll 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 go for it. People stuff. are
0: here to see the stars. Oh, OK, yeah. got it. I and mean, speak- you.
1: You, Rich. Definitely you.
0: Well, speaking of the stars, Dixie, who are you? Why are you here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, as a person and a player? Um, I'm Dixie Cochran, I work for Onyx Path. I, I edit. I am one of the in-house developers. I do some writing. I do all kinds of stuff. Um, and I am playing Rose Thorn, Monster Hunter.
0: Mm, we'll get a little more on rose thorn in a minute and we also have with us b dave waters hello dave how are you doing and what what can he's you tell fire. the audience about yourself he's already on fire
3: <laughs> my unlimited power is what that is there um <laughs> yes uh i uh, b Dave walters I say words about things uh, I'm playing a game with Matthew Dawkins, which uh, you know hey dreams come true, kids you know uh, 's <laughs> been years reading this man's work. Uh, I got to collaborate with him on on a project, a little game called werewolf uh, v- uh, fifth
0: edition, and now we're getting to roll some dice together so uh happy to be here. Oh yeah, no uh, I'm glad to have you here and uh, we also have with us Mr. Richard Thomas. Hello. That's enough out of you. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone knows who you are. Uh, anyone who isn't aware, who is tuning in from outside our little bubble, uh, which apparently
4: there are, which is yeah. which is a surprise. That's nice.
0: Yeah. Um, Rich is our creative director at Onyx Path Publishing, and it's is this the first game I've ever ran for you? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. No pressure then. Could could be fired. Come we tomorrow. We have played then. games before, but uh,
4: this, is, this is the first one I think you ran.
0: Yeah. You know, if uh, if it starts going wrong,
3: just like tug on your ear and I'll throw it like I'll make it all weird and everybody will be like, oh, my God, they're like, Dave they guy was terrible. Yeah, and we'll blame you. That's it. I'll, I'll be your stunt Dawkins
0: today. It's fine.
1: This game doesn't go all weird at some point. I don't think we're playing it right.
0: <laughs> exactly. And we also have and I mentioned him earlier, but he goes uh, he's worth repeating Ian Muller. I do um,
5: I'm Ian E. Muller. I'm the VP of strategy for Gehenna Gaming assisted in getting this convention up off the ground and we're a group that specializes in playing horror games and i am very 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 much looking forward to this one
0: and this game is they came from beyond the grave so a little bit of background yeah uh that sounded more like drums than a thunderclap and lightning strike (laughs) They Came From Beyond the Grave is a tabletop role-playing game, virtual role-playing game in this case, that is based strongly on the movie genre of horror in the 1970s. Hammer horror, amicus movies, Roger Corman movies, monster movies. When the blood was so bright red it pops off the screen, when you couldn't move for elbowing Christopher Lee, Ingrid Pitt, or Peter Cushing, in the chest, where screams were so loud that they would make people cut their hands over their ears in the movie theater. That is what They Came From Beyond the Grave is. However, just like those movies, it's also a little hammy. It's a little overacted. Like its precursor game, They Came From Beneath the Sea, which you may be familiar with, as I mentioned it, it has an air of farce to it an air of nonsense an air of this is slightly maybe overproduced and overacted that some of the individuals participating in it maybe even feel like they could be somewhere a little better <laughs> than this um, so expect a little bit of metagaming that's part of the name of the game they came from the players can make very odd things happen to their characters, and their characters are completely oblivious to those odd things going on, except they happen. And we'll get into those now as we talk about rules and system. Now, I partly do this for you, the viewers, because this is going to be the first you've really seen They Came From Beyond the Grave. I'm doing it as well for the players, because none of these uh, fine people have played They Came From Beyond the Grave before. So we're going to be playing it as rules-light as possible to make things flow. Simply put, in this game, as with all Story Path games, is a D10 dice pool game and difficulties are eights and above. In other words, if it's a difficulty two task, you need two eights or more. Uh, if you roll tens, that counts as two successes. So that's lovely. Uh, there's this little feature in Story Path called enhancements and complications. Enhancements in very simple terms, uh, essentially give you a bonus. Uh, They reduce the difficulty by one, if you like, or give you an advantage to the outcome of your role. Uh, So you don't just uh, knock someone out, you knock them out with panache. Likewise, there are complications where you could see it as increasing the difficulty of a role, but I prefer to see it as Yes, you may well scale your way over the chain link fence that appears in pretty much every single example play scenario in every single role-playing game, but you tear open your pants and your wallet falls out on the other side of it, exposing your driver's license to the monster that was pursuing. You. That kind of thing. So that's the basic rules. You've got difficulty 8, D tens, Nice and easy. Where the they came from aspect comes in and... All four players have got character sheets for this game. If you have a look at your character sheets now, my fine players, you will see that you have a couple of things. I've not filled out the entire sheet, but I've filled out trademarks near the bottom right, and quips as well, near the bottom left. Trademarks are very akin to specialities in a Chronicles or World of Darkness game in that you can invoke a trademark which is like a quotation it's like something you would apply to a skill or an attribute as you use it and if you use it in that way you roll two additional dice you can do that once per session which is just as well because this is a one shot nice and simple if you succeed and do that it is classed as an award-winning scene which we will get into if that happens quips are where the game starts becoming particularly movie-like because those of you watching who are familiar with the movies of the time and many others will be familiar with pithy one-liners that make it into the trailer or the things that you remember when you're exiting the cinema. And the characters in this game have quips that I have dealt to them in the traditional game. They're on cards and you can have them slam them down when you want to use them whilst uttering. Obviously, this is a virtual environment, so they have them on their character sheets instead. Um, Some of these quips are going to be appropriate to a situation. Some of them are going to be completely inappropriate to the situation. But as long as the quip use is entertaining, and we decide that by the players taking a vote and I decide on a tie, it was entertaining. Laughter is also a good judge of that. You gain an additional die to your next roll. That's nice and simple. If that roll is a success, you keep that quip, and the next time you use it, you gain two dice to your next roll. And if that's successful, you keep your quip. The next time it's three dice. So you can end up with a character who just keeps spouting out the same dreadful line <laughs> over and over again over the <laughs> course of three to four hours. That was just- my plan. Yes, <laughs> just to gain additional dice.
1: Rich has memorized exactly one of his quips. He's gonna use like over and over again.
0: And again, it doesn't have to be appropriate, it just needs to be entertaining. That That's the rule. Uh, so, final thing, and then we can actually get on and play, with character introductions, of course. Um, the final thing, and this is something that I am going to be copying into both the Twitch chat, although it will get lost there, and also our Zoom chat, is... The cinematics that you have to play with in this game. Cinematics are meta powers. They are powers that the player can use to affect the run of the game. These generally are powers that the characters have no awareness of. They just happen. And the characters have to roll with it. Now, they could act, you know, what the hell's going on? Or they could be just completely oblivious and roll with it because they're in character and those cinematics in this game are there's a few favorites from beneath the sea, and we've got some new ones too we've got cheap set so for the cost of two rewrites which we will get onto in a minute uh, you can basically burst through a wall knock down a door break someone's gun in your hands or make a dagger bend when it hits you that kind of thing it's a cheap movie it's a 1970s horror movie therefore there is a cheap set you can buy that off with two rewrites There's a costume change. Costume change is something, especially for Beyond the Grave, where your character walks out of set and walks back on, and they're dressed completely differently. Now, the functional purpose of that may seem quite slim, but if, let's say, you're trying to disguise yourself as a cultist or disguise yourself as, I don't know, a butler in a creepy mansion, maybe a costume change is exactly what you need so that people don't look twice at you. Alternatively, you could just do it for thematic reasons. You were just covered in blood. You walk out, you walk back in, your makeup is completely redone and you've got a (laughs) completely laundered suit. Uh, Deleted scene, another old favorite from Beneath the Sea, which costs three rewrites. It's, uh, I think, the most expensive one there, allows you to retroactively say that you did something that you didn't. Now, you can play that deleted scene out or we can just say it happened. Most common use for it is no one described themselves as arriving at this spooky mansion with a gun, but I'm going to use this deleted scene cinematic to say, I actually, there's a scene back there where I put a shotgun in the trunk and I'm now going to go and fetch it. Or you've just got it in your hands because the deleted scene was five seconds ago. You can use it to alter history. Dramatic meteorology is one rewrite, it's a very, it's more of a mood thing. You can Bring a lightning crash, you can make it start raining. you can make the sun come out. you can do whatever you like. It's dramatic meteorology. Uh, I'm a serious actor. Is when your character starts, Yeah, it's when you're going to burst into a soliloquy of some kind. Uh, but most importantly, it's going to give you bonuses to your social roles for the remainder of that scene because you take the spotlight when you're a serious actor. I shouldn't be in trash like this. And the final thing is waxing poetical. So it'll be interesting. I hate you
1: for that. I, I hate you so much for that phrase. <laughs>
3: It will no, be... Don't worry, after this, I'll do it never more.
4: I Thank
1: hate you, you too, Rich. Oh my God, why do I work here? <laughs>
3: Thank you all for tuning in. This has been, it came from the 8th uh,
0: Anyway, gonna... sorry, Waxing yep.
1: Poetical.
0: Waxing Poetical. Uh, so Waxing Poetical is, and it'll be interesting to see if anyone uses it because in my play tests, it's one that players are a bit scared of sometimes. It is actually, if you can start, if you can use it, and start rhyming your character's dialogue. You you can rhyme with someone else if you particularly want to, essentially speak in verse, or you can do it yourself. You start getting amazing enhancements to what you're doing. It is, indeed, it's kind of like breaking into a musical, which I'm sure appeals to you, Dixie. In fact, there is an alternate use of the cinematic in the book that says you can make it try and match up to a tune of the 1970s if you want.
1: If you knew how much time I spend bursting into random parody songs off the top of my head, like you would not be giving me this option. This <laughs> is your thing. Like I, I I I once wrote a parody of Olivia Newton John's uh, Xanadu about uh cool from Magic the Gathering.
0: Ah, in well, like five I, minutes. Actually know I have far Xanadu here. So nerdy. All your training has led to this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> May <laughs> save our lives. Okay, and final thing is uh, what are rewrites? Rewrites are essentially like luck points. Uh, They are a form of currency that you will gain by failing. Every single time your character fails a roll, whether that's by choice or just by bad dice rolls, you gain a rewrite to go into your writer's pool. And because I'm feeling generous at the very start of this session, as there are four players, you will start with four rewrites in your pool. You are already failures just by coming here Uh, but Uh, yeah
4: for the uh, for the cheap set and and all that sort of stuff um, is that something we use up or is it a pool we can all do those things if we if we have the rewrites for them
0: well there's uh, two different ways to play it and I think the way we're going to do it is you can use it once and then if you are able to burn through the rest of your cinematics all of them will replenish
4: I personally can use it once Uh, No, no, the group can use use it. There we go. As a
0: general rule, cinematics are you can confer with other people. Can I use cheap set right now? Or you can just snatch it, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) There's nothing anyone can do to stop you.
4: So we couldn't get a duet going with Waxing Poetical.
0: Oh, you could, and you'd both get the bonus, but you'd only have to spend one rewrite to do it. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, so thank you very much uh, viewers for sticking with us as we went through the rules and all the preamble. We will now begin. And in fact, what I would suggest is as part of the introduction, I will cast to each player to introduce their characters. This story is inaccurately named The Haunting of Karnstein House. And our characters, our cast, are all New Arrivals at Carnstein House, which, as befits the genre of the time, is perched precariously atop a ridge, somewhere unusually out in the Hamptons, uh, where there aren't that many ridges. But this house is indeed on a ridge overlooking forests and lakes, quite distant from many of the other expensive properties around here. You're not the only individuals to come to Kahnstein House on this night, but we will get onto that in a second. All of you received a letter, as so often happens, and that letter, which w- was marked with a delayed postage notice, read as follows. Dear Inheritor, you may not know me, but for many years, I have known you. My name is Luther Kahnstein, called by some an eccentric billionaire, but to those of more wisdom, dubbed a master of matters occult. I will soon be dead. The circumstances behind my death are largely immaterial. However, you and others like you are eligible to inherit my entire fortune. All you need do is attend Karnstein House in the Hamptons on this date. My butler will still be in service, even following my death. He will tell you all that you need to know. If you believe this letter is a fraud, then check my signature against any number of public records or books I have released, in which my moniker routinely appears. This is no joke. Yours, Luther Karnstein. Now, if that wasn't mysterious, ominous, and the plot of every hackneyed 1970s dark house movie, I don't know what else it could be. Some of you, some of you, are already familiar with this individual Kahnstein. I'm going to go to Rose Thorne first. Rose, uh, Dixie, I should say, what can you tell us about Rose Thorne?
1: Uh, Rose is a hunter of the unnatural. She was raised by other hunters of the unnatural. Uh, She is out to avenge her parents who were killed by something unnatural, possibly the devil himself. Uh, She is a no-nonsense, tough-as-nails type, but her hair is always perfect, as if in a wind machine.
0: And you have indeed heard of this Kahnstein character before. Oh, Your yes. Your family has written about this Kahnstein character, or at least his family in turn, known to be monsters or those that consort with monsters, those that summon them and make them their pets, their assassins.
1: They're the opposite of everything I stand for.
0: Indeed. So, yes, this letter, when it reached you, met you with some interest, no doubt, but also wariness. As you uh, travel to the Hamptons and this house, what do you come tooled up with?
1: Uh, There was probably like a montage sequence before you see her driving where she's just like throwing duffel bags in the trunk of her convertible. Because, of course, she has like a black convertible because she has to. Yeah. Um,
4: And then. What's the license uh, plate, sir? I, I. that uh H N T R.
1: Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um it says it, says, it says V V M P H N T R. She's a vamp hunter. Uh so yeah, so in the movie version of this she's she's rolling up with you know music blasting and her her trunk's full of stuff, hairs blowing in the wind, just as the, the, the whole like one boot on the gravel thing gets out long pan up by the house. I mean, she is a uh, she's she's packed for bear. She's got crossbows. She's got weapons. All the weapons that look like something you could buy at the ren Faire for like fifteen dollars. Like nothing looks great. Uh, guns definitely.
0: Well, I would like to think that if this movie had any kind of budget, as you were getting out of the car, you've got Gene Genie lives on his back playing from your radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, probably
1: Queen Bitch actually. I'm gonna go with Queen Bitch.
0: Yeah. And you turn the dial, stereo goes off. But you aren't alone here in this uh, large, ominous car park. We are accompanied by a man, a mysterious but smooth man, by the name of Catabell. Dave, why don't you tell us a little bit about this individual?
3: bells a no-nonsense crime fighting gee from the streets, all right? And I got this letter from some jive turkey saying he wanted looking for somebody like me, but ain't nobody like me, baby. So I'm coming here to see what's going on with this nonsense up here in the Hamptons. Hopefully this ain't some jive mother sucker trying to pull one over on your boy. And I'm up here resting on the hood of my canary yellow charger, the only woman I will ever love, waiting to see what it is gonna happen here tonight. I'm wearing boots. I'm wearing my tight jeans, but, you know, I can still kick in them. Don't get it twisted. My leather jacket with my butterfly collar plunge all the way down to my navel so you can see the scars and scratches of a life spent out taking care of a common man. Can you dig it? <laughs>
4: yes.
1: But uh, I didn't have to follow that. <laughs> I'm so glad I went first.
4: I, I want to answer, but I... <laughs>
0: well people who didn't view this live uh missed out there uh well you do indeed arrive and yes you did indeed receive the same letter you've um as an investigating uh type you probably looked into this karnstein character before you just made the journey here and so yeah what you were able to find was he was some kind of a cultist involved in some dark, uh, dark practices, lots of rumours sticking to his name, but no crimes ever stuck. For a while he had some kind of following, almost like a religious order, but that was in the papers about ten years ago, and hasn't been mentioned since. You didn't find any trace of an obituary.
3: Hmm. That makes me deeply suspicious. So I come here and I come strapped with my uh, revolver, 45 caliber, it's only got five bullets because it wasn't enough room for six, you dig? And I also got my brass knuckles that I wear on my left hand just in case they get too close. And I gotta, you know, check somebody. But ain't nobody about to become no human sacrifice up in here on my watch, You can't you dig that, all right.
0: Hearing Caterbell basically talk to himself, <laughs> About how he is going to bring justice (laughs) to this Karnstein house Uh, comes Professor Quincy Wanamaker, whose car, I imagine, is much smaller than the others that have arrived. What car? Oh, you walked? I I was left a
4: little further down the road. I walked the rest of the way. (laughs) And tell us a little about Quincy Wanamaker. Well, Quincy believes that... uh... Magic and superstition are nonsense, and they're all part of science. Not that science eliminates magic and superstition, but that magic and superstition are all part of science. In fact, I might say, I believe a cult and science can be melded.
0: I might say that. You might. I have a degree. <laughs> so, what I would suggest, as you know, you will have quips on your character sheets. First time you're using a quip for the benefit of the audience and the other players, let everyone know. Now I know when you're using quips, but do uh, Rich is just rattling through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what? The, it just, I have a degree is the only one you have to. Yeah,
4: that, I think that's not even a quip. <laughs>
0: um. So, one thing Wanamaker knows about this Kahnstein character, is reputation is that he had quite the laboratory set up in his house, private. I'm very anxious to see that.
6: Hmm.
4: I have a uh, briefcase, not a briefcase, but a satchel. Um, long, dark coat. Hair going in all different directions. Dark, he thinks they're cool glasses.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we have well, is he really a holy man or is he just a fraud? Father Anthony Tremaine shows up last in the drive. Ian, tell us about Father Tremaine. Ah, yes. Father Anthony Tremaine would be arriving in a a modest
5: car, wearing priest's vestments. A nice black suit, collar. But Anyone who pays close enough attention will notice the suit's a little bit too nice. Wearing a jeweled ring, has product in his hair, something something doesn't feel right about the attire. He doesn't wear it like a holy man. Uh, he would, no music, just simply get out of the car and approach, look up at the castle
6: or banner.
0: Yeah, more of a manor. I mean, uh, some people are probably wealthy enough to build a castle in the Hamptons, but uh, even Karnstein wasn't that ostentatious. It is, however, a very large manor, and is on a cliffside, so... or cliff's edge.
4: It did yeah. the best it could.
0: Yeah, you know, with the resources available. Uh, you're not the only people here. Uh, there's a, a woman stepping out of a car as well, uh, straightens her hair and her glasses. Um... And there's a rakish fop of a man. Uh, You can see, hell, he's dressed pretty much the same way as our smooth investigator, um, except he is painfully white and has uh, draggly, greasy hair. He looks like a... Looks like a washed-up rocker. Uh, Looks a little like a young... Sid Barrett on the precipice um and staggers over hey you all here for the will reading that's what I'm here for he adjusts his shades nice shades old man why thank you I I like them I, I think they're cool you've probably heard of me uh no, Nolan Moon. Have, have I heard of him?
1: Yeah, have we heard of him? I don't no, think so. No, yeah. no. no. Uh,
0: they, they call it prog rock. Uh,
5: sorry, my son, I, I do not listen to rock and roll.
1: Heard of.
4: I listen to it backwards. I try to find the, the hidden messages that are within the, the sound. The actual sound itself.
0: Oh, cool, cool. Like, uh, Helter Skelter, yeah.
4: That was, that was an overt message.
0: Yeah, whatever. I got this letter. Did all of you get a letter? And the woman steps over. Of course they got a letter. That's why we're all here. I'm Dr. Seward. Dr. Amanda Seaward, A therapist. Pleasure to meet you, Dr.
3: Seward. that that wouldn't, by chance, be no kind of physical therapy, would it, Mama? She
0: looks you up and down, frankly, appalled. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be. (laughs) Therapy of the mind, the only therapy that is a true medicine. Oh, I disagree, and
3: uh, I kind of pat my lapel, and I say, uh, Apologies, Padre, I don't know nothing about the Virgin Mary. The only Mary I commune with is the Mary Jane, and she helps me solve all my problems. Can you dig? <laughs> all
0: right, can you dig? Uh, no- Nolan uh, Moon goes for a uh, high five or handshake and really fouls it up. He's I give him neither. Yeah. yeah
3: like- <laughs> you back off, man. Don't be getting your grease all
0: over these threads. Uh, Dr. Seawood goes over to uh, Rose Thorn. Dr. Seward. Rose. Well, it looks like we're all here for a reason, Rose. Uh, and I don't think much of our company. Shall we go to the door?
1: We're not friends.
0: I, I never intimated that we were. I just like to find a common bond with someone. Um, when in unusual places like this, sometimes minds tend to waver.
1: I don't think we have any common bonds either.
0: I misread the situation. I apologize. I'm gonna stump up the uh, steps to the door.
1: Rosa' just gonna like just turn heel and walk around the trunk and start like piling things under her purse where no one can see.
0: Uh, Roughly what time of day and what time of year is it? Oh, I think it's this time of year, but it's about 9 p.m. So It's dark. Yeah, it's getting dark. I
4: have an umbrella. Bang the door with the umbrella.
0: There is a pool chain beside it, but nevertheless, you bang the door. Doesn't matter to me. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, naturally the door creaks open. It's a bit too long. And standing on the other side of it, a tall, thin man, grey hair in a widow's peak, dressed as a butler mite. And the words that come out of his mouth are all too predictable. Good evening.
4: Uh, good evening to you. I'm, I'm here for the the,
0: the will reading. Ah. And he pokes his head out. Is this all of you? This is the amount that are here now.
1: How are we supposed to know that?
0: In yeah. time, please enter. And he pulls the door open slightly more, no creak, and gestures for you to enter the house. Please you may retain your footwear, but leave your raincoats, if you are wearing any, on the hooks. Right. Umbrella, coat, take my bag with me.
3: How many hooks are there for coats? Seven. And there's six of us currently, correct? Total? That is
0: correct. That is correct. Hmm. I'm, I make a note of that. <laughs> it's terribly investigative. <laughs> this will be a clue later
6: mm-hmm. <laughs> right
0: no witnesses Yep. Yeah. Yeah. uh I keep, I keep my coat on yeah please accompany me to the bar lounge i climb the
5: steps and making sure that people can see me i kind of cross myself inside
1: Rose is definitely looking around at everything she can in the house, like trying to see entrances and exits and...
0: Oh, well this house from the interior, and I should have described from the exterior as well, uh, encompasses you think four hospitable stories and a partially collapsed tower on the top. Uh, So it's more of a hotel than a home. The interior is... Spacious. The hallway takes up a larger space and real estate than your home, Rosethorn. And is lined with everything you might expect in a stately manner. Uh, there's even a few suits of armour for good measure. And a painting at the far end of the hall, uh, flanked by... A staircase that does an inverted U-shape around it and goes up to the next floor. Uh, There's a sense of clue about it uh, by structure, undoubtedly, but you know, these kinds of houses have to follow some kind of design. You even have a couple of old chandeliers hanging from the ceiling above you. Yes, now perhaps Unlike some of the other homes in the middle of nowhere that you have raided on in your hunt for monsters, this place is pretty well kept. Uh, while it has the ostentatious decor of an uh, old building, it's clean. Uh, there's no cobwebs. There's no moldering tapestries. It all looks kept up to date.
3: As I'm walking by. I just... Uh... I tap on one of the suits of armor and I'm like, if it's anybody up inside any one of those things, if one of these things starts moving, I want you to know I am going to shoot you, okay? all right. can you dig? And then I just keep walking after the butler. Um, um, um,
0: Would you be able to take me to the laboratory? Uh, In good time, sir. It's good time now? No, sir. The lounge first, sir. Master's orders. Oh, all right, very well. And so you're taken through to the lounge, and it is uh, bedecked with some very pompous leather sweets, a a delightful teak bar, uh, and overfilled liquor cabinet. Please, you may help yourself to drinks. I will return momentarily. He leaves and closes the door. Did he ever tell us his
4: name? Did he ever ever say his name? Just Mr. Butler, sir? He did not.
3: I pour myself a cognac. And uh, Rose, does Rose have any uh, visible weaponry? Like, are you clearly carrying weapons?
1: Yeah, why not? Let's make it tropey. She clearly has, like, the, like, knife strapped to her thigh that, like, is completely in a useless place and would fall down in real life. Um, and if you look not super closely, she's wearing kind of an oversized leather jacket, but you can see, like, the barrel of, like, a shotgun peeking out the bottom. Like, it's it's clear that she's got weapons on her.
3: Hey, what uh, you drinking, Van Helsing?
1: I don't drink. Gotta keep a clear head
3: well but it helps calm the nerves you know what I mean but alright zone of safety Uh, hi, how about you over there uh, Father Christmas or whatever this is I mean uh, ain't no priest I've ever seen has so, like, such a glisten in his dew. but you know I guess this is a special occasion or whatever
5: oh well of course I, I have some renown um, I am a expert exorcist so <laughs> I know Karstein um, but no I, I do not drink out of the cloth
3: Mm, I didn't know exorcism paid so well. That ain't no cheap ring you got on. All right. And uh, uh, how about you there, sunglasses? Uh, you probably shouldn't drink too much because I know you can't see shit as it is, but <laughs> maybe you want some. <laughs> little something.
4: Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking.
0: Well, are, there, uh, are there books in this place?
4: In, in, yeah. the, in the lounge?
0: There are indeed. It's a small curiosity bookshelf, more than a uh, fully stocked library.
1: Rose immediately starts looking along all the walls and everything for like anything secret entrance or safes or whatever. She's just inspecting everything, all the exits.
0: Okay. I also I
3: think... am looking. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. You, you go ahead first. I, I was going to
3: say, I'm also looking to see if any of the paintings have those eyes behind yeah. them. I've yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I <laughs> seen, seen
0: Scooby Doo. I know how this works. Mm-hmm. I'm going to light a cigarette and look at some books. hmm. OK, uh, well, let's deal with Rose first. And uh, we're going to say, essentially, all this is going on simultaneously. Uh, Rose, you're searching for secret passages, levers, safes, as you say. And uh, what does that entail? Pulling books out of shelves, running yeah, hands like, over paneling, that kind yep, of thing? Yep,
1: pulling on candlesticks, all that, you know, just like seeing if anything twists weird. I've, I've, I've been in these houses before.
0: Yeah, yeah, you you know what's up. You've been, you've done, you've been through this many times. Uh, so let me see. I will just get what I need. Uh, could you make? We're going to go for a roll straight away. Uh, could you make an enigma's? And I think intellect roll, please.
1: Not my best pool. But we'll go for it.
0: Two successes. Two successes. Very nice. Cool. Uh, I'm not giving you any enhancements on this one because everything is as it should be. But uh, two successes is actually sufficient to, as you get to the liquor cabinet, you lift up a incredibly full bottle of creme de month. Clearly no one in the house has ever had a taste for creme de month. And you lift it, and the liquor cabinet goes <sighs> and turns around in the wall.
1: Does it take me with it?
0: No, sadly not, although you think it could if you were hugging it uh, rather ignominiously. Replacing it is... It could be a water fountain. It's still got that U-shape against the wall. uh, Except there's no water flowing, there's a little bowl, there's a little hole in the wall for something, and above that hole, carved into the stone, quite intricate, quite stunning, is what you can only describe as a goat devil face. And it's staring right at you.
3: Oh, God. I,
0: so I'm... this is happening simultaneously to what's going on with the rest of you. So Dave... Over.
3: Uh, well, do, well, do I see that, or am I doing something else when, when she discovers that?
0: Now, I'm going to ask you to uh, make a roll of your own. Could you okay. uh, roll your survival and stamina, please? And have a look at your character's trademarks, if you can, on your character sheet. I think you may have one linked to survival.
3: Uh, I, I have, um, for me, I have dexterity, empathy, enigmas, and persuasion.
0: Ah, okay. I have Maybe. survival.
1: I'm thinking of me.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Yes, I, I have no I have no points in survival, so is it just my <laughs> just 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 my stamina? Just your stamina. Okay.
0: As you take a sip of your cognac. Uh
3: oh. Oh no. Uh that is uh, no successes. However,
0: however, mm-hmm. hold
3: on a second here. Let me just take a take a look
0: here. Yeah, you do have some cinematics you can use immediately, or you can take mm-hmm. the failure and gain another rewrite, which means you'd have five rewrites in the pool. Uh, you know what? For the sake of a
3: dramatic tension, I'll, 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 I'll let it ride, baby. I want to lure them into a false sense of security, thinking they're gonna give one over on you, boy. All
0: right, so uh, I do not succeed. You hit the uh, cognac back with mm-hmm. a little too much confidence, and it hits your head immediately faster than a drink of alcohol should. You find yourself staggering and collapsing back onto the sofa next to Nolan, who is likewise drinking the cognac. He says, hey, what's... uh," And he passes out as well. Now, again, this is all happening simultaneously. So what is uh, Professor Quincy doing? You were looking through books. Was that right? I was looking through the books, seeing if there's anything you said was a curiosity
4: library and i'm curious as to what uh, sort of books they would have in this library
0: yeah i'm not going to make you roll to look through a a bookshelf uh, to be honest you can just scan the titles Mm -hmm. on the spines where there are any and pull books out where there aren't and just have a look inside uh there's an awful lot here that is written in ancient greek and or just modern greek as well uh, which of course you know is the language of medicine yeah. You are a scientist, a professor after all In fact I can read ancient Greek You can And so leafing through one of these books I have a degree Thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> um, As you leaf through one of these books I Yeah, you. I'm happy for you to be able to read Ancient Greek quite comfortably You read about all kinds of very unusual experiments unusual experiments concerning longevity everlasting mm. life and the unusual thing is although this is written in ancient greek this isn't written in an ancient greek style it would be fair to say it's been written by a relatively modern author just in ancient greek was it printed or written uh this is a written book okay
4: so more of a journal diary
0: Exactly. And uh, Father Anthony Tremaine, what were you doing while all of this chaos was ensuing?
4: I would have been observing
5: uh, my companions here, probably witnessing some different things going on, (laughs) but kind of just standing in the middle of the room innocuously.
0: Yeah, in that case, I think Anthony Tremaine and uh, Dr. Seward were the first to see all of this suddenly happen uh, as the liquor cabinet shifts, and uh, the until now utterly composed Caterbell uh, collapses onto the sofa. He's he's seeing stars. He's clearly dizzy. Something is greatly amiss.
5: Upon seeing the goat head, I would cross myself immediately.
0: Are you going to
5: aid anyone? Approach. What sorcery is this?
0: Now sorcery. Yes. Just another form of science. <laughs> At which point the butler re enters. <laughs> um, <laughs> we
1: fuck everything up in the first twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what have you done?
0: <laughs> 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 I Don't remember that. Um, he's come in with a tray of uh, Volavonts and he drops it! Crash! Why is that on the wall?
1: Why was that behind the wall?
0: I have not seen that symbol since Lord Karnstein's father occupied this mansion.
1: Apparently, it didn't leave.
0: My, why is no one seeing to your companion? And he strides over to Catabell and is patting the back of his hand. He's obviously missed. He's completely ignoring Nolan. He's He starts patting him on the side of the face. Do, do any of you know medicine? He looks completely like he's fainted. No, he gets the, uh, oh. <laughs> a decanter of water and just splashes it in Catabell's face. There we go. Is that enough? It is. It brings you back round.
4: Hmm. I mean, no, nobody I but just you this oh, is happening. Me. Oh, what, 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 happened to him? What happened to him?
0: Did you drink the cognac?
3: I mean, yeah. You, it was there in the wet bar. You said get a drink, so I did. Who that hit hard? What is that?
0: It always was the master's favorite. A very strong vintage, and he looks over at Nolan. He will be out for some time, I suspect. No amount of water will help him. Nevertheless, as I have you all assembled, and five out of the six of you are conscious, I will tell you what the master asked for me to convey. Then you will be, you will have the night to yourselves, shall we say. Only one of you is due to inherit the vast fortune of Lord Kahnstein. Only one. Kahnstein believed that in all people belongs a secret. There is a secret, a shame, or a sin to a person. And that if you can confront those things before this night is out, then you take your rightful place as the inheritor of the fortune. Only one will succeed. Clearly not him, he looks down at Nolan. But the rest of you have a night to come to terms with any evil deeds that you have committed. Take a long look
5: at Others in the room.
0: Yes, I think if this were a movie, uh, at this point the camera would cut to everyone's faces as they are looking at each other suspiciously <laughs> and looking down at themselves. Sin, me? Never.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't commit sins, I stamped them out.
3: Hey, ain't nobody know what I did up in Vegas a couple times,
0: alright? There's a thing I... on
3: the
4: wall.
0: Yes. The master called that Abaddon. Outside a storm starts. You don't need the dramatic meteorology cinematic for that. That's right, Abaddon.
3: <laughs> you said it's a it is an
0: elaborately carved goat face. A mixture of goat and human. Dr. Seawood says, My, it's terrible. (laughs) I I can scarcely stand to look at it.
4: Is Uh, it, in fact, a a carving of Abaddon, as I would
0: understand it? Oh, good question. Uh, Let's... Do another Enigmas and Intellect roll, please. So I'm going to give you an enhancement here, as you are schooled in matters occult. Intellects
6: and
4: Enigmas, which I think I just saw was two.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: what do you say we go for? Eights?
0: Eights and above. Tens are doubles.
4: Eight, eight...
0: No tens, uh,
4: two eights and nine. Yeah, two eights and a nine.
0: Okay, with the enhancement as well, I'd say you are particularly well versed in such things as uh, the Greek writings on devils and demons. And Abaddon is indeed one such devil or demon. And this carving is indeed a carving of Abaddon's face into the back of a liquor cabinet, which makes it lose some of its dramatic purpose. (laughs) But if you didn't know the liquor cabinet was on the other side of that wall, it would look very ominous indeed. This, this is indeed uh, a carving of Abaddon, but this, these are
4: tools of superstition and fantasy.
3: Uh, I would like to wax poetical as I'm looking at the
0: carving here. That was a quip, Matthew. That was a quip there. Uh, <laughs> people didn't laugh, but I thought it was very appropriate. <laughs> you, can have an you can have an additional die to your next role Rich.
6: Oh, thank you, man.
0: I have realized I put these are tools of suspe- superstition and fantasy twice on your character sheet. So I assume I,
4: though would simply just keep saying it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: let me just check one thing here. Sorry. Um, all right. Uh, OK. I would like to, uh, oh, hang on a second here. Um, mm. All right, here we go. Uh, so as I'm looking at it, I just say, this is some jive stuff, and I think I've had enough. But I want to win this bread. I just hope we don't end up dead. I just want to leave this house. Just another move in a deadly game of cat and mouse. Which also is a quip, so I'm <laughs> right <Yeah>. in here. <laughs> of
0: my clip into it. I don't even know
3: what that means, but I did
0: it. So so for the quip, you're going to get an additional die to the next uh, roll you make. So that's nice and simple. Um, uh, For the fact that you were rhyming, I'm assuming you're purchasing the Waxing Poetical at the same time, Um, yes? yes. Yes. So you're back down to four rewrites. What Waxing Poetical actually allows you to do if you can pull it off, and you just did, mm-hmm. is you can uh, add plus one enhancement to all future roles for the remainder of this scene, uh, which hey. is a pretty decent bonus.
3: Hey, and uh, that's why we're, we're in here in this room. Okay.
0: Um. I should tell you, Lord Karnstein's body has not been recovered, but he seemed assured of his death before it happened. He drove off into the night drunk, probably on that cognac, and while his very expensive Lamborghini, and he went down the crevasse to the east of this building, he is so tightly wedged in the rocks down below, no one has been able to recover man nor machine. So for the purposes of the will, he is dead, but legally speaking, not yet.
1: (laughs) I don't think that's Uh, how the law actually works. (laughs) uh,
0: to, To be quite clear, my pay stopped the moment. Lord Karnstein stopped paying me. Therefore, I'm trying to hurry this along by getting you here, getting the inheritance done so I can leave. Um,
3: I would like to use my persuasion against the butler. I'm not sure what 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 I need to roll, but basically I want to look at him and I just say, "Uh, <clears throat> uh, what's well, what's your name here, Jeeves?" Jeeves. It, I have an insight <laughs> in the human nature, Jeeves. <laughs> Let me ask you one question. You've been the only one that's been up in here this whole time. You said you knew, you knew the, the man of the house, you knew the grandfather of the house. If there was some weird tomfoolery taking place around here,
0: where would you start looking first, Jeeves? Well, there are many rooms in this house, Mr. Catabell. Yeah, one and only. <laughs>
4: Probably the laboratory, that's where I think it would make the most sense to look.
0: Indeed, Professor Wanamaker is correct. The laboratory downstairs is rife with experiments half-finished with the Lord's death.
4: Not the best kind.
0: (laughs) However, we also have a voluminous library. A study that the master of the house kept locked even from myself. I have not entered it since his departure. There are, the full itinerary will tell you that there are eight bedrooms, four bathrooms, a kitchen, sizable, dining room, billiards room, naturally, ballroom, among various other rooms that you can explore. But if you were looking into a mystery, Mr. Catterbell, I would suggest the study or laboratory. If you're interested in the family history, the mausoleum, sir, to the west of the house.
3: Uh, Just one last question here, Jeeves. How long ago he had you put them letters in the mail?
0: These ones we all received? Uh, That was not two weeks ago, sir, and he himself died one week ago. (sighs) There is no way a mortal man could survive the events of that dreadful crash. Indeed, this is the most unnatural
5: kind of death.
0: It is a quip. (laughs) A car crash in a crevasse is indeed an unnatural kind of death. A
4: cognac car crash in a crevasse.
0: Indeed. You get your additional die, Ian. There's a lot of pressure on Dixie now to get a quip out because everyone else is. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't.
1: Haven't been appropriate yet.
5: If you don't mind, Jeeves, I would like to see the study.
4: Is there any liquid caking the uh, pipe that was coming out of the, uh, underneath the
0: goat face?
1: I was going to say, does that work? Can I make it work? I'm still standing by it.
0: I will take uh, Father Tremaine to the study, uh, if uh, Mr. Catterbell wishes to accompany, and the two of you can, of course, search the house at your own under your own recognizance. I do, and I'm like, holo, holo,
3: holo, hold on. I think, again, we don't need to be out of each other's, like, eye line. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least, like, y'all two stay together, and I'll stay with him, you dig? And uh, uh, Mama here, this the therapist. If you want to roll with us, roll with them. Uh, and uh, I don't know what's going to happen to Skinny here. Hopefully, he's just going to sleep it off.
0: Well, I think I will stay with uh, Mr. Nolan Moon, just in case he wakes up and wants to know where everyone is. But we'll be in here.
3: All right. Well, you just give like a little yell if like something goes wrong up in here. You know what I'm saying? Because apparently you got like reversing walls and like poison cognac and all that kind of other stuff up in here, just to keep your eyes open.
0: Okay. Get yeah, yes, yes, of course, of course, Mister Catabell. No, no, Mister, just Catabell. <laughs> mister Catabell will be fine. Thank you. Okay, Uh, so we're going to deal with the uh, individuals investigating the pipe in the lounge for now. So that would be the professor and our hunter. Mr. Plum and yes, Miss Scarlet. Um, So yes, uh, there is a small copper pipe emerging from the wall that, uh, again, reminiscent of a water fountain. And you're looking for caked liquid around it i mm-hmm.
1: to see if it's active or if there's a way to make it flip back around.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, it was water or was it something far more deadly? Uh, well, you don't know if it was deadly, but judging from the color stains in the little well of the sink beneath it, um, my, that could have been blood. Oh, let's see. Yes, definitely blood. <laughs> Now that you taste it's de- it.
4: Definitely blood.
0: No roll required there. <laughs> Rose, you see the professor next. You taste the blood caked in the sink.
1: Probably shouldn't be eating that. It's blood. That's wonderful. You're going. To I get... have now
4: proven that scientifically.
1: You're also going to prove that you're going to get hepatitis.
4: No, 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 no! Never got it before, <laughs> uh, Dixie. I thought
1: you had a degree.
4: <laughs> I do. Not a degree in hepatitis,
0: <laughs> uh, Dixie. Um, so you're going to be much as you were before, searching for a secret panel, a way to make this spin around.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be like, like, kind of hugging towards it because I want to see if there's a passage or something cool behind it. So I'm going to be messing with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Try and get it to uh, back around. Are you prepared to run your hands over the face of Abaddon?
1: Of course, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, in, in that case, uh, let's go for... It's just the back
1: of a liquor cabinet, right? You said it was less scary than it should be.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to make <laughs> you roll for that. Uh, it's easy to run your, your hand over the face of Abaddon, I and mean, it's only Abaddon. Stay away from um... the mouth! uh yep we've played that game before and so yeah you um, move your hand from the horns to the top of the head to the eyes to the bulbous nose and as you push the bridge of the nose it starts rumbling and moving back slightly more slowly than it came around you could duck through before it has gone the full way I'm doing it okay uh Professor Wanamaker, you see Rose Thorn skip through this uh, liquor cabinet opening uh, before your very eyes. Are you going to follow?
4: Uh, Is there room slash time to do so, or should I Uh, let it
0: close and open it again? There is room slash time if you do it now, but you have to do it now. I'll jump with my little jumpiness. Okay. As you jump through, a load of bottles clatter and crash off. Um, You have less elegance and speed than Rose Thorn Professor Monster Huntress. Maybe your lab coat gets caught in the gears. Either way... Here we go,
6: lab coat!
0: (laughs) It crunches... tweed jacket! Sorry, it is the 70s. Yes, you've got a tweed jacket with lovely elbow pads.
1: Mustard-colored tweed jacket.
0: Yeah. And the two of you find yourself in a very dark room. Now, we will cut back to you in a second. Meanwhile, Father Tremaine and Catabel are making their way across the ground floor toward where the study happens to be, or at least where Jeeves tells you the study is. And he doesn't say anything else to you. But could you make a... let's see... Father uh, Tremaine, could you make an empathy and cunning roll, please? Absolutely.
5: That would be
0: successes. Two successes. The butler looks nervous, or well, you can see his hands are behind his back as he walks, and they are shaking. Uh, Caterbell, you mentioned earlier that you were looking for paintings with moving eyes, and while there wasn't anything like that in the study, you're, you are taken by the great portrait hanging in the main hall as you cross it. And it's, it's large, it's impressive, and those eyes do seem to transfix you as you walk by. It is like they follow you around the room. The studies, sir. Yes. Sirs. Uh, I, I do. I do.
3: Just well. One. Who is the painting of? Does, uh, it, do you, does it? Do you approach it? Uh, I. I do just sort of like put my hand on. Um, on uh, the Exorcist here, hmm. and I just say, uh, "Hey." You're looking up at that painting, you know, like I've been to the Met a couple of times in my life. You know, you walk around and sometimes seem like them eyes following you like that uncanny valley or whatever it be. But like, look at that. Like, I feel like it's like looking, looking, like looking, looking, looking. And I sort of like move away from him to see if his eyes follow me.
0: And I the eyes
3: take a look at the painting as well.
0: <laughs> the eyes do not follow you, but they aren't centered. They're not looking at um, directly down the hallway. They are slightly toward where you were before Katabelle called it out. No, Hey. Now, hold on, now, hold on. Wait, 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 wait.
3: No, 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 You're not gonna give me one of those. Okay, all right, hold on. How how far, how far up the wall are the eyes of this painting?
0: Uh, farther than you can reach. It's about 15 feet. Hmm,
3: I ain't gonna just, like, mess up no fine art by, like, throwing no dust on it or something, but I want you to know I see you, sucker. I see you.
0: Indeed, sir. <laughs> no. The paint, the paint, the painting doesn't flinch. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. I, oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, I, I I walk like slowly back. I do make a note of what color the eyes are, though, on the painting a pale blue. And the face, does it, um, Presumably, uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure of the state of, of microfiche technologies in the 1970s. Was I able to, like, pull a newspaper about this guy? Do I have any idea what the the man of the house looked like? Do I have any idea what uh, Luther Kahnstein's face would have... Res- like, would I know that's
0: him just looking at it, or not him, or...? That's the big mystery of Luther Kahnstein, for all his work on the occult, for all of his expounded literature and supposed ties to criminal activities you have found no photographic evidence of the man but this is a portrait of who you assume is the master of the house it's a um he's a handsome man it's small pale eyes a small mustache two follow-up questions does this
3: man look anything like jeeves and does he look anything like nolan uh, he
0: does. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you've <laughs> seen these films. Get those house cliches out. I'm like, hold on, I'll be right
3: back. Click, click. Well.
0: Thank like, you for watching, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> to donate to charity. <laughs> Hey, it what was a I wonderful
1: forty-minute game.
3: With, I think so. What 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 I know and what the dice know are often very different. Trust me, I'm, I'm not my first rodeo. Just but I am. Look, is there any sort of resemblance between um,
0: Jeeves and that kid? No, no, there is okay. not. But okay. it, was right. good, it was a good. There was a good leap enough for me to award you a rewrite. I think because that was good horror Ay. movie logic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're, we're back up to five rewrites. Hey.
3: Alright, but I I sort of warily, sort of like, every once in a while I am seeing if it's in a, a, but I do give it one of these, before we go into the study. Uh, Before we go into
5: the study, I'll, uh, excuse me, Jeeves. uh, Yes, sir. Typically, I I have been present for several will readings, priest. A lawyer would be Uh, He looks you up
0: and down as a priest, sir. Mm, Indeed.
5: I just stare him down. (laughs) Uh, typically, there would be a lawyer present to read the will. Now, I would be curious to know uh, if Mr. Karnstein has left you anything in it.
0: I doubt it, sir. The solicitor is due to arrive tomorrow morning once there is only one of you remaining. Ah, uh, understood. He said ominously. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. catabel is like, I mean, like, what do you mean? Like, we're just going to go home or whatever, right? Like, I mean, like, one, one person left, right?
0: Ominously, yet casually.
6: <laughs> yes, very
3: much so. After I've done murdering all but one of you.
0: And that's the moment that Catabel slips
3: the brass knuckles over his left hand. <laughs> 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 they presume they're on my left hand for the remainder of the evening. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then proceed uh, when, when my associate is done, uh, Father Tremaine here, just into the study.
0: Uh, the study is a well appointed room with statues in all five corners. Uh, there is a beautiful mahogany desk with written work still on it, unfinished. And as uh, Jeeves pointed out, He had to unlock it to enter and he did say earlier he has not been in here since the master of the house departed there's a fireplace at the far end there's some paintings around the room as well and a few books here and there but this looks more like a place for contemplation you can see from markings on the walls that there have been objects hung in here Uh, Just judging from the positioning of nails and screws, maybe even a cross once upon a time, but it's not here anymore. There's a smell of dry old soot in this room. The rug on the floor is naturally circular.
3: I, without saying a word, just go straight to the fireplace. And I want to put my hand inside and feel if there's like a lip or a rim
0: inside of it. If there's anything like any in just inside the fireplace where I can reach. As in, so you're going to be reaching under and sort of up the chimney, as it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if kind of like there's a lip. If there's anything, I'm like, you know,
3: I done busted up my fair share of crack houses, and oftentimes they hide like keys and some of the things up in there. I'm just seeing if this is a. a if human human behavior is quite predictable. You can you dig?
0: Yeah, you're a bit conscious that your uh, voluminous cuffs are going to get a bit dirty, but it's uh, part of the risk. And so you um, you tap, 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 and oh, your hand comes into contact with something. (laughs) No, your hand comes into contact with something soft and you think that's hair, stiff hair. you recoil no
3: no I, I i ain't no chump um but i can't is it something i can retrieve so you put your hand around it mm-hmm i do i do just say uh, <clears throat> father, uh father 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 anthony right tony 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 is something uh, hairy in here. I'm just uh, I'm just I'm praying a little baby Jesus. It's just like dead rat or something. You know what I'm saying? But if you're gonna send one of like one of them hail marys, like this might be the time for it. And then I do try and grab whatever it is. I, yeah. I,
5: I will cross myself and I'll say, uh, you know, hail mary.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, before we find out what that is, we're going to go to the other two. And Ian, there is a message in the chat awaiting you. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so over in the dark room. And indeed... Is this pitch black? It's... There's a low red light. So when I describe it as a dark room, that is quite literally what it is. It's a room for the processing of photographs.
6: Oh.
4: Excellent.
0: But it's very dim. And it's dim, it's cold, it smells dank in here but you can see the workings of a photography studio as well just through that dim crimson light Uh, upright a table with some trays of uh, processing fluid and some photographs hanging on a couple of strings across the room you can't see any other doors in or out from here
1: I want to go over to the photography processing stuff and see um, if I can make it what's in any of the pictures or if there's anything still like developing in the chemicals right now.
0: There are indeed some photographs in the processing chemicals, but it looks like they've been here for quite a while and have just completely mm-hmm. uh, melted pretty much, come apart. The ones that are hanging are processed. They've come through, but in this light you can't see them very well at all. Reach into my satchel and pull out a flashlight.
1: I was going to say, now that I'm sure that we're not going to fuck up any that are in the process, go for it.
4: As you used to click things on. 70s there. Flashlight's As you
0: turn the flashlight on, you're able to see that not only is this red light coming from these three bulbs in the ceiling. But the walls themselves are lacquered with a scarlet paint. It's really quite a bright hue when you shine the light on it. And casting it around a little, even the processing fluid has a thick red appearance. The photographs that are hanging from the string of all of you in situations that you may have found yourselves a few weeks or months ago you can recognize them the two of you where you might have been Uh, as uh, in terms of you professor it's one moment where you were in fact that time when you were kicked out of the club for your dangerous assumptions Mad.
4: They called me mad.
0: Unethical experiments. You, when you were laying crumpled in a heap on the pavement, someone's captured that on celluloid, I guess, and it's just hanging there. And as for you, Rose, you have no idea how this photograph exists because it shows you just probably in the minutes before you took out a young, feral vampire, probably the, one of the biggest kills you've had to your name since your entire family went the way that your family did, since you completely lost all of your family's backup, you took out that feral vampire one-on-one, on one, and you didn't tell anyone. You had to prove it to yourself that you could do it. But here someone is snapping a shot of you.
1: Are there any obvious exits to the
0: room? None are obvious, no.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm going to take down all the pictures so I can show them to everybody else and just shove them in my bag. I, I have a big fringe, giant purse. Um, and I'm just going to say, oh my god, you've been spying on us. Just watching. Not, on, not only that. Waiting. That's a clip.
0: Have your extra die, Dixie. I appreciated it. Lick the... Uh... The liquid that's in the developer.
1: Don't eat that.
0: Yep, definitely blood again. Blood again!
1: It's like having a dog.
0: But it's a different type of blood. Somehow you're enough of a blood sommelier. (laughs) Ah! Be positive. No, um, you... It's... It's contaminated with something. It's got an, an wow. acrid taste. It's still liquid.
4: Potentially, you know, photographic fluid.
0: Yeah, it's still, uh, But that's the unusual Adultless. thing. It's still liquid. Yeah. You would assume if this had been here two weeks ago or a week ago, whenever Karnstein disappeared, it should have clotted over by now, regardless of whether it was mixed with uh, development fluid. I'm
1: going to start watching the professor very closely for signs that he may be some kind of vampire-human hybrid, of which I am not currently aware.
4: We need to examine this from a scientific perspective, I think.
1: By tasting everything?
4: Well, that's just one scientific method. What's important is the photographs of all of us.
1: That are in my bag right now. From weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That were developed in this red room, in this solution of blood. Well, we don't know that. The solution of blood could have been put in there after these were developed. That's not a logical leap that you should be making. Are you sure you have a degree? S- this is well. You cannot. You cannot shake my belief in logic.
4: And I, I can see the leaps here. Yeah. Wait.
1: So, so, so your logic is telling you that these were definitely developed in blood, as opposed to probably developed beforehand, and now there is blood here.
4: That's one possible suggestion for this the other suggestion is that this entire room filled with blood and then drained out through that pipe out into the other room where they had buckets up where they were they were gathering it but that that seems a little far-fetched to me.
1: yes yes it does okay maybe we should not split up with the others i'm honestly not sure that luther karnstein is dead at this point
4: No, that was a pretty uh, 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 specious sort of a death moment there. No body found, can't get down to the body. Ah, Easy enough to push a car over a cliff. Do we want to look to see if we can find any other exits from this room?
1: I mean, we can look around this room all we want. I didn't see any at first, but... Secret panels.
0: Yeah, uh, well, Rose, you do what you do so well, and that is looking for <laughs> secret panels in walls. And it does my seem- entire
1: character now.
0: <laughs> they call me the Panel Finder.
3: <laughs> da, 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 da. Surprise! Secret werewolf. Ka-chow. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <gasps> I've got something for that.
0: You. Uh... You make your way around the room, and as with the uh, development fluid, it's there's a wet Icarus feeling to everything. It's tacky, tacky, as you put your fingers to it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. you're definitely yeah, you're getting it covered in brown and red.
1: I don't I, even feel
0: the need to lick this.
1: I don't. Yeah, please don't lick my hands. Please, please oh, don't do that. No, 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 I would lick the
4: wall, and I'm not, not going to.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm just going to get back out the way we came in, unless you've got a better idea.
4: If if you can't find a path, only, only one question I, I have, is there a, uh, a grating in the floor in any way?
0: There is indeed. There's also one in the ceiling.
4: So, my little idea of the blood-flooded room perhaps isn't so insane after all.
1: Literally, no one said that but you.
4: (laughs) Oh, oh, they've said it. Uh, Does it look like uh, that we had blood flowing out the drain?
0: Uh, Judging from the coating on every other surface in this room, yes. Mm
4: -hmm. This is a a dark room in more ways than one.
0: Very good. If that wasn't a quip, it should have been, and it isn't. Oh, no, I'm just writing dialogue for Hammer Films. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As you are both going to exit via the cocktail cabinet again, when the cocktail cabinet shifts around and you make your way through, Mm -hmm. it's like everything behind you flickers and blurs and flashes and then the wall is shut. Which is facing out
4: now into the into the saloon salon? The uh, co- cocktail or the goat head?
0: Uh, I believe, mathematically speaking, it should be the goat head. You want to uh, wait so. The- are you puck saying the, that we got go out again? in
1: the lounge and then it did that or are you saying that as
0: you were passing through into the lounge you know right. like as you had one foot on one side one foot on the mm-hmm. other but it was moving so that you couldn't stop the behind you everything started getting a bit weird and wobbly
1: But now we're back in the lounge and it's not weird and wobbly
0: Yep okay the lounge itself is not weird and wobbly the dark room was
1: Got it Sorry, So if you press sure. it
0: if you press it again I wonder what would
4: be in there I just press it and when it goes by i just to hold okay. on.
0: the okay, fountain great. starts a spit and then a spurt and then a flow of this thick red blood. Are you
1: gonna taste it?
0: I don't think I, I think we could smell the iron smell. You can indeed.
1: Mm. Press quick, press the button. Fine. She presses it and takes a big step back.
0: Uh, you probably should have taken a larger step back I'm going to point out a few things to you at this point
6: yeah like
0: as um, as a lot happens at once you realize the both of you that having re-entered the lounge that neither doctor um, Seward nor Mr moon are here anymore um, bum, 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 I, um. I, know. I, I thank you for the shocked face David it's so authentic <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked shocked. <laughs> Not but, that shocked. But, before, but before you can comprehend that fully, as the cocktail cabinet tilts and twists, out comes a gush, a torrent of this thick, thick blood <laughs> bloody blood pouring from the dark yeah, room. Run! <laughs> Not quite as dramatic as The Shining, mind you. It's more like an ooze that um, seeps towards you at speed and connects at waist height and flows into the lounge. It's it's horrifying. It's sickening. It's blood. And it's coating you from foot to navel. Uh, meanwhile, in the study... <laughs> um, now before we do that let's take a bio break now as we've just reached the halfway mark so we can ah. have a quick uh, 5 uh, 10 minute break uh, while people recharge their glasses
3: and come back to my hand being cut off and my blood being pumped out into the fountain over <laughs> in the other room I'm <laughs> a- <It's all laughs> one system
0: <laughs> you uh, knew completed the
3: circuit curses
0: yeah, and who and who would Wait, have,
4: that's the smoothest blood I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and,
0: who, and who would have expected that your character would have had ten times the amount of blood in his body than any human should? But en- <laughs> but enough to fill a room. Magical. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> oh, Yeah, we come back as uh, <laughs> drama unfolds. Uh, in one, one in one wing of the house, a flood, a torrent, of fl- a ready flow of thick crimson. On the other, a slightly thinner flow of blood, but still a flow of blood nonetheless. As we can recap, that Catabell was bravely or foolishly reaching up into a chimney where he could not see and Put his hand in contact with something without trying to sound too smutty, stiff and hairy. And, <laughs> and whatever it was.: bouncy.:, So whatever it was, it bit him.: Oh no.: Yes, it bit him on the hand between the thumb and the forefinger. Mm. Nah! The teeth digging in on both sides. Do you wrench your hand back into the, uh, into the study? Uh, yeah,
3: because that was the only thing I felt up there, right? Yeah. I'm just like, ah! Get!
0: Ah! It's still on you. It's a bizarre head and yet scaled lizard-like creature with bat-like wings, small and yet strong and tough and digging needle-like teeth into your hand as you wave it. You might recall I said I have my brass knuckles
3: on, so <laughs> I put my hand on the floor and proceeded and just, like, smashed this thing. <laughs> I did say my brass knuckles were on my left hand. You're yeah, just so a dragon I, puppy. Yeah. Nope, I worked this thing. Good God, work, man. What is that? With a, with a, amidst amidst a, a prolific stream of obscenities.
0: Yes. Uh, yes, you pound this gremlin into mulch. I'm not going to make you roll for that. Uh, needless to say, it bites into you and um, manages to tear through a good thick goblet of flesh before you manage to pound it into mulch. Um Now, just to get on to injuries briefly, in that they came from games, just a mechanical thing, you might see on your character sheet that there's uh, five different levels of injury, from just a flesh wound all the way through to death scene. You uh, do not need a death scene at this point. Um, Simply, you have taken two uh, dots of damage on just a flesh wound. Uh, Once that fills up, you'll get plus one to various rolls that I will tell you. Uh, Because Ah. in in They Came From, the closer to death you get, the better you get at things, because it's more dramatic. I just look at it, and I'm like, "Ah,
3: now that's just another move in a deadly game of cat and mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever that is.
0: (laughs) Which is a quip. Yes. (laughs) A A quip that you have used twice now. So when you want, you can apply two additional dice to a roll.
3: I just say, uh, I'm like, Now, Jeeves, is this some other, like, horrifying hell monsters hidden up anywhere else in this place you might want to mention to us?
0: <laughs> Jeeves is no longer with you. Uh, at some point, when you started sticking your hand up the chimney and Father Tremaine entered as well, Jeeves just left the study and the two of you to your own investigation.
3: All right, Father Tremaine. Next time I see Jeeves, I'm slapping shit out of him, okay? All right, all right, okay. <laughs> While I wouldn't normally
5: condone violence, I
3: approve. <laughs>
5: Now, where did that old, bad
3: butler get to? I do, I realize I would have inflicted (laughs) significant damage on this creature, but I do whatever is left, because it is a blunt weapon. uh, I do want to see, is there any sign that it was, like, stitched or fabricated? Or is it just some sort of horrible animal?
0: Uh, It is just some kind of horrible animal, um, the likes of which you've never seen. A cross between a bat and a lizard is the best way to put it. Can I um? Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Can I
5: take a closer look at it? Maybe inspect it.
0: By all means, you can indeed. Uh, so, Mister Mystic, let's go for enigmas and intellect, please. This may be the first story path game where enigmas have been rolled three times in two hours. It <laughs> <laughs> isn't always about athletics no. and, it, and integrity. <laughs>
3: I actually am pretty good at enigmas and intelligence, too. So I don't know if there's a help action, if I can look as well, because, I mean, I, I am pretty good at that.
0: Yes, definitely. You can oh. um, you can make a roll as well. You can basically assist. Okay. I forgot to roll
5: my extra for my quip earlier. I have three.
0: Yeah, I'm really my... yeah. Oh, okay. I got... Yeah. You can I, uh... those dice now, or you can save them to later. Up to you. One success. One success. Okay, one success for Catabell. Three successes for Tremaine. Mm. Hmm. Hmm, Catabell. I mean, there's a complication here, and that this creature is purely paranormal. Uh, you've never seen anything like it before. You wouldn't have the slightest idea of what it is, and so with a single measly success, you you go back to this is some crossbreed between a lizard and a bat. Ain't but, seen no so no kind of
3: like you know chimney dwelling dirty lizard monkey rat thing.
0: The hell? Almost, almost exactly like that. <laughs> uh, but Tremaine... I mean, you're a charlatan. But that doesn't mean... <laughs> you don't know some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean you don't know some stuff. And you remember once when you used to travel with a circus? Back when you were starting your charlatanry? Mm. They had a tent especially for oddities of the natural world. And in one of those cages in that tent they used to scare the children to high heaven when they were taken around and the circus master would say, Behold! The Imp of ah ha ha This looks very close to the Imp of ah ha ha Mm. I or oh, what's left of it I, It's difficult to get a perfect Facial recognition here
5: <laughs> I have seen a creature Like this before, sir
0: Could you tell uh, Could you tell him what it's called?
5: Uh, it is the creature of Akakaka. Akakaka Akakaka But I will not meddle in the black arts Do you understand? I will have no truck with the this
3: monstrosity That was a quip <laughs> uh, <laughs> Now, to be clear, our
0: trademarks are used in what context? I apologize. Uh, You will gain, if you can basically roll the skill next to that trademark, whilst, either in the way that the trademark describes, which can be quite nebulous, or if you can make a quote to that effect whilst doing so, you gain two additional dice, but you can only do it once per game. Um... When he tells me that, is
3: there? Do I have the necessary accoutrement to start a fire in that fireplace?
0: Yeah, uh, there's uh, there's tinder. There's um, there's some lighters beside the fire lighters. That is not like light- a big pile of cigarette lighters. That would be unusual. Hey, look, uh, Padre. He, I, he's got to have something many- to light his uh...
3: Mary Jane. That's well, true. It's true. I do a little, 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 little something there. I'm like, hey, look, Padre, I don't know how many more of them things up in there, and I only got five bullets in one hand, okay? Can you dig? So I'm going to just smoke them bitches out. <laughs> and I go ahead and set the fire and make sure the flu the
5: flue, Five bullets in one hand. I will, I will hand you kindling.
3: Yeah, right. Make sure the flu is open and set a fire. So if there's anything else in there, hopefully it smokes them out.
0: Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you indeed can hear that.
6: <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, That's where
0: terrible. they got their name from. <laughs>
3: that's awful. It's awful. Ugh, skin crawling. <laughs> And uh, I look for something in this room because I'm not gonna further sell these threads to try and bandage my hand with first and foremost. I actually look and make sure it's not like poisonous or like is there like did the teeth break off in it? Like I mean anything uh, other than
0: I've just been bitten. All of the above. Uh, mm. You do have. You do indeed have. Bear in mind, it was clamped to your hand when you mm. started beating it. Mm. <laughs> Uh, So yes, most of its jaw is still stuck in your Uh, hand, and um, your hand is already turning a deep purplish color around the wound. Oh,
3: man. Uh, I hope I get enough bread to be able to pay for some medical treatment on this shit. (laughs) And I, I, not being a doctor, uh, try and pick the teeth and jaws out and just bandage it the best that I can.
0: Yeah, you have no skill with medicine, and unfortunately, um, Father Tremaine isn't uh, much better. No, in fact, he is equally as bad. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's meatball surgery. <sighs>
3: maybe, that, maybe that cute physical therapist will be able to help me when we get back up in there with her. But uh, in the meantime, let's just try and continue on the mission here. What's, uh, mm. What has we got up in here?
5: What is in the study besides?
0: besides of the, the, yeah, the, the oh, imps yeah. of achachah. The uh, the screaming continues, of course, or uh, the achachahs from the chimney uh, do Good. not abate. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I do, Sons I do of take bitches. the time.
3: I do take the time to yell various curses and obscenities like <laughs> up the chimney. <laughs> is that <laughs> your? <gift? laughs> After a yeah, second, but I, I do not to poke. cross myself when, like he's, when he's
0: exactly uh, one of mm-hmm. the comes crashing down soot flies out as you're leaning in because of your hubris because of your hubris uh, mr investigator catabell uh, as you lean up and give the imps what for in insults the one that comes crashing down sends a uh, mask of soot into your face but while this is going on and you're having to suffer such uh, ignominy We have, of course, Father Tremaine, who is searching the study. Uh, There's a lot of interest in here, but Mm. probably of most interest is the letter on desk. Who is it addressed to? The inheritor. Much as the letter that you received.
5: Pick it up and I'm going to
0: open it. Mm. Uh, It's not even in an envelope. Uh, It's there, laid out flat for you to read. I will... And ignore so the
5: commotion coming from the
4: fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing something. Like the
1: background yeah. scene. There's just this really serious, yeah, like like zooming in on you reading the letter while in the background he's just like running back and forth like a, like a cartoon. Be- be the things s- s- <laughs> flying. <laughs> we definitely know who the comic relief is in this group and it's amazing.
0: It says, Dear Inheritor, if you are reading this letter, you have passed my first gauntlet. You have entered the locked study. There are many more troublesome encounters for you within this house, and you must survive them all if you are to stand a chance of inheriting my fortune. Atop that, there can be only one inheritor. Bump, 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 bump. Once again, the camera cuts to uh, Father Tremaine looking at Caterbell. Uh, <laughs> Caterbell <laughs> probably not looking at Father Tremaine.
5: <laughs> I'm going to quickly fold the letter and stick it in internal jacket pocket next to the flask I have there.
0: <laughs> okay, as, uh, as you do so, we're going to go back to the Flooded Lounge. Thankfully, the um, the bloody sea does not just keep coming. Um, do you just run out of the lounge and into the main hall? Or, yes. Yeah, I assume you're not sticking around to test for depth, although you are... No, I'm holding my
4: satchel and running.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just like trying to get everything above the, the level of it.
0: And you close the door behind you? Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. If, if, yeah, if it stands up. Well, that's the question, isn't it? As you uh, enter into the hall, slam the door behind you, of course, back against the door to hold it shut just briefly. And you can you can actually hear it. You can hear the thick churn of whatever the hell is going on behind you. And you see a door upstairs close. Well, you hear it close, and you, um, your eyes are drawn up towards it. You can also hear uh, and <laughs> <laughs> from across the hallway. Well I I, I want to go find out Was are we still dripping blood, by the way? You are. You haven't used the costume change cinematic.
1: <laughs> so. I was gonna say, can we like use that uh, as a as a twofer and on both of us? Is that possible? Like like as as it cuts from us running like into the study? Like can we just like be clean? Get,
0: come back in and we're all clean. Uh, yeah, because if you didn't I would have imposed complications for being tacky with thick with blood.
1: Okay. Uh, So I'm going to we're down to two rewrites. Yes? Yep.
0: Yep. So you are now down to three rewrites Hmm. because you had been bumped up to one, uh, bumped up by one. Okay. Uh, so yes, All costume right. change. As you run into the study, because you uh, gainfully decide that you're better off as a complete group, uh, you are now in immaculate clothing, perhaps even different clothing than you were before. For instance, Professor Quincy Wanamaker, who was wearing a delightful green and brown tweed before, is now wearing a green and red tweed.
1: hmm
0: And an orange shirt. Yeah.
1: My uh, leather jacket has gone from black to oxblood. Everybody's like, what? Mm. Get stained.
0: Unfortunately, oh. the uh, the movie's prop department only has enough money for one gun, so you're still holding the same gun.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna run in with, with my gun out, because I heard all the sounds.
0: The high-pitched
1: <laughs>
0: is dying out now. There's been a lot more crumps and thuds into the fireplace, and hell, even the two of you can see these strange bat-like creatures rolling out deceased at this point, and Catabell clutching his bleeding hand Ooh, whilst what happened hard. there. I should note, the costume change does not apply to Catabell. <laughs> and you've used it now. Yes. Um, That's alright, I
3: still look good. <clears throat> well, let me take a look at that. Uh, what happened to you? Well, since I don't know whether or not they've got any sort of medical training, I'm all like, these little, these little things, he got some pretty sharp teeth. Can you dig? That's why I had to Good. set them all on fire.
4: Oh, I'm so, oh sure, but I, I have a degree. I can I can help you.
3: Mm, I don't know if it's a degree in bitology, but okay, I'll let you take a look.
1: you a degree in hepatitis. <laughs>
3: but just, I, I, yeah, I thought you got, uh, hepat- uh, I thought you got his- hepatitis through a work study. You know what I'm saying, mama? <laughs> <laughs> take uh-huh. his right. crude uh,
0: bandages right. off there.
3: Right.
0: right. I do let him take a look. I don't know if he knows anything. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, what he knows is dubious, but I will <laughs> allow um, the good professor to make a medicine intellect role. In fact, because you used the I have a degree trademark so many times, and I actually linked it to command as a way of garnering attention and respect. But of course, degrees don't do that in real life, so why should they in this? I did use it that way in terms of saying, let me see your hand. Exactly. Um, and I think you used it well. But I'm going to give you the two additional dice for your medicine roll. Okay. Because you hey. he used that trademark well. Alright, and you say intellect and medicine? Intellect and medicine, yes
4: please. Alright, two dice for that and intellect and I get four dice for that.
6: Alright.
4: One... Oh, a 10. So you say 10s are two? 10s count as two successes, right, yes. So that, so that would be Eyy. three successes. Uh, and then a
0: bunch of sevens didn't try hard enough. Nope. <laughs> it's not, not a degree in medicine, unfortunately. And so... Despite that, three successes is damn good, and you're able to ascertain very quickly that he has an infected bite. Your medicinal knowledge isn't necessarily up to date, or shall we say what you might find in medical textbooks, but you have it on good authority that if you've got a recently infected bite like that, some chewed up tobacco on the wound is a good way of extracting the venom. Thank you very much, Broken Golem, watching this in the on Twitch because uh, we've stolen your idea.
1: It's also a cool callback back to last night's they came from a the DPC. <laughs> there was a whole bit about it.
4: Yeah. Oh, f- 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 and I happen to have cigarettes, so there you go.
0: Yeah, so you start
6: chewing.
0: <laughs> You're literally chewing your cigarettes.
6: <laughs>
0: Paper the tobacco bottle. part. Okay. <laughs> These little pieces, I hate those.
4: Get them Almost on there. Reach into my satchel, pull an actual bandage roll, and wrap some of that around it. Um, anyone have a knife?
1: Do I have a knife? You just get it right there. <laughs> All
6: that a knife. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like it's 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 a it's a blade. <laughs> It's ridiculous looking. It is definitely a movie prop and not a good oh, yeah. dagger.
4: <laughs> Too many angles.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's got like weird serrated bits that make no sense in an actual fighting way. Yeah. Have but it does sh- cut through a bandage.
4: Have I ever seen those little impy dudes before?
0: Um, I'm going to say yes, you've heard about them. Although, of course, you describe them l- as something, a part of the natural world. There's no place in geography called ha 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 But uh, they could just as easily be creatures native to the deepest part of the Amazon. And it may just be that very few uh, people from outside the Amazon have come into contact with them. There have been strange things found deep, deep, deep in dark places.
1: Now, question, have, have I studied these with all my parents' journals and teaching growing up and everything?
0: Your, um, your parents actually wrote some journals about the imps and the warlocks of ha Indeed, warlocks, summoners, masters of imps.
1: These are a warlock's tools. These are not here of their own accord.
0: Oh. These are tools of...
4: superstition <sighs> and
1: fantasy! If you think the warlocks of Akakaka are simply a superstition or fantasy, you do not deserve to live. I, I repeat, certainly won't survive you showing
4: schools so g- of superstition and fantasy.
0: Uh, like I did. G- I gave you the quiz. <laughs> I gave
4: you. The quip. <laughs> I know. I'm, go- I'm going for a twofer.
0: <laughs> You're just being insistent now.
3: It definitely escalated quickly, but either way, thank you, uh, Professor. It was Professor Quincy, right? Sure. Yeah, I owe you one. Presumably my hand, while still bitten, feels a little bit better, or?
0: Uh, Yeah, amazingly so. You never knew of the curative nature of chewed up tobacco before now, but hell. Pretty good. uh, good. Oh, no, again,
3: I'm intimately familiar with the healing properties of all sorts of leaves, all right? Can you dig? I believe it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, In fact... (laughs) That's an interesting question, actually. Say, I'm, ha- I'm having a tough day. So while, I, while I'm investigating uh, in here, because I would continue to look in this room, I do in fact twist up though while we're, because uh, I'm like, nah, that's enough of this. There's demon monkey things that have bit me. I'm poisoned. No, forget all this. I don't know what's happening. So I, I do go ahead and light that up while I'm looking.
4: Reach it in my it. jacket, pull up my notebook and my pen and write up um, investigate the, the- curative properties of marijuana leaves.
0: In uh, poison healing. It's what's called a jazz cigarette in the trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so is enigmas in... What is it? Investigative abilities covered by enigmas? Yes, or... I would say so. Enigmas, yes. Enigmas and usually intellects if there's something in particular you're looking for. Cunning, if you're just kind of doing a scan around the room. Question. Um,
3: I, oh. I would I would sort of look for... I'm, I'm going to do more the general scan because I'm trying to see... Um, you know what, what What else is in here and get some idea what our next move is. So I had one dice from the quip. You did. Uh, and uh, I got
0: two dice from something else, I think you said? Um, um, you, uh, so you actually had two additional dice from your quip because you had used uh, it twice. <laughs> uh, so that was it. So yeah, you get plus two um, uh, right. to your enigmas and cunning roll. And then we'll go to Father Tremaine who had something he wanted to do.
5: <laughs> uh, the the letter that I found that I hid hmm. said the locked study. <laughs> I'm going to go try the door <laughs> after they came in.
0: It is indeed locked. Um, bum, bum, bum. Gasp. <laughs> now, did you roll any successes on eights and above, Katabell? Two successes? Okay. Mm -hmm. successes. There's something beyond the obvious what you've just encountered. There's something threatening about this room. Something, it looks like it was designed for someone to be trapped here. Someone to not to leave here. Yes, that's right. Look, the windows, the windows that lead outside, they've got bars on them. And the walls... The walls, you're not sure whether it's the venom, whether the tobacco just hasn't drawn all of it out, but you feel like the, this room is oppressive. No, it's not that the walls are coming in. It's that the heat, the temperature in this room is rising, and not, not just because of the fire that you've lit. No, not just that. It's rising from the walls. You put your hand up to one of them. Ooh, it's hot to the touch. It's like you're baking alive in this study of torment. Y'all, that got
3: us in some kind of jive oven. <laughs> I come <laughs> over and I uh, lift the round
0: carpet in the middle of the room and see if anything's under it. Uh, there was a desk on top of it, but uh, oh, you, can oh, t- wow. you can do the magician's trick of, hey, you know, and the desk is still standing. Or try to, yeah.
3: But I do call out my, my observation that it's, mm. it, it's like an oven. And, and I-, I look Try and look under the, the rug. Dad!
5: I'll be like, and we are locked in.
0: And as if to compound the danger of the situation, you hear a scream from somewhere else in the house. Everything is happening.
3: I believe, uh, ain't no lock been constructed that can withstand the ferocious firepower of this here firearm. And I would like to call upon our cheap set, to see if I can shoot the lock off the door, and break the door for us to get out.
0: So while under the rug there is indeed a trap door, I like the idea of this. That's <laughs> literally it pull- what I was going to do. <laughs> it basically, pulled the rug out, and then went, ah, the hell with it. hell yes, <laughs> And yes, yeah, so you've pulled the rug out from under the plot, but that's okay. Uh, that's why that's why uh, cinematics like Cheap Set exist so you use those two rewrites you have no more rewrites until you start failing your roles either willingly or inadvertently Mm -hmm. and so I do feel like I would look at
3: it and I see the trap door and I'm all like, no, 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 to hell with that. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie.
0: Dixie, You did
1: say a second ago that we had one left after the costume changed. We should have, or so.
0: No, no, no. no um, the, you the, had, that... you had... So you started I with four. I said we had you... two,
1: and you said we had three. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, that my mistake. Either way, I don't think you have any left now. Okay. So yes, um, lock gets blown. I, I'd like to picture both of you, just bam, bam, bam at the door, but uh, if you want to leave it to Catabell to blow the lock off, that's absolutely fine, too. What would I... Rose do?
1: Uh, I, I don't know at this point, honestly. <laughs> Everything I keep trying to do someone else does, so I'm just going to have to rethink this character a little bit, sorry.
0: That's alright. Right. Um, the door flies open into the hall, just as the heat grows too intense. And you all go rolling out, I assume? All right, I'm going to cast to Rose first, if that's okay. Uh, you're in the main hallway. The temperature is dropping quickly. You can see blood oozing out from under the lounge door on the Yeah, let's side. not go back there. Uh, the, you can see the furnishings and paintings on the wall in the room you just left starting to just catch a light from the heat, the intense heat inside. The front door is looking very appealing, but there may be more monsters here, Rose. What do you want to do?
1: Does it it look like the house is about to catch on fire?
0: No, no, you think it's probably contained to that room. Judging from the structure of this house, everything seems pretty neatly divided by thick stone walls. Um, Whatever is causing the heat in there seems to have concentrated it, and it would be unusual for that fire to spread.
1: Okay. I'm going to go after where I heard the scream then, wherever I thought that
2: was.
0: Okay. Could you make a hmm. i I keep making people roll enigmas. <laughs> um so hell with it. Let's let's go for either enigmas or empathy and cunning. See whether you can pinpoint exactly where the uh scream came from.
1: You said empathy and cunning?
0: Yeah. Okay. I cannot. You cannot. No. Okay. Well, that means you get a rewrite for your trouble. You know, you. Everyone feels like it came upstairs, but you just don't know where upstairs it came from. And there's lots of rooms. When we ran past, didn't something happen upstairs, Rose?
1: Yeah, door shut.
0: You could pinpoint that door. Okay.
2: Well, run past that door.
0: Okay, uh, so you ascend the staircase, and there's a landing that overlooks the main hallway, which you assume this would be the second floor, and doors dotted along, each of a different color, each padded with a sort of uh, plush velvet exterior, you know, studded. Mm. And the one in the center, you think that's the one that slammed shut earlier? Going straight to open it, charging mm-hmm. in? Okay. Mm-hmm. Rose, not taking any more shit from this house. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, door. (laughs) Dumbass house. (laughs) Opens the door. What you're confronted with, Rose, is a large ballroom. It stretches far back. There's another two chandeliers in the ceiling. There's draped curtains, all all Around. There's even a little bandstand stage at the very end of the ballroom. But most startling is one of the people with whom you arrived, Mr. Nolan Moon, is laying there in the middle of the floor, prostrate.
1: Is he on his back? Is he on his stomach?
0: Uh, he's on his stomach.
1: Okay. I'm going to run over and check for a pulse.
0: There is no pulse.
1: i so are going to roll him over. Okay. You have to have the dramatic rolling over of the body in our movement.
0: You You do indeed. <laughs> As you roll him over,
1: <laughs>
0: camera, you know, zoom in, and then to you, <laughs> and then back to him, <laughs> and we can actually see... <laughs> that that goat man's face from earlier has been carved into his chest. Now, in reality, such a wound would probably not kill someone, but he's dead.
1: Does everybody follow me? Yeah,
0: Yeah, of course. Everyone now stumbles in just as you turn the body over. It's freshly carved into his chest. This is something he had done years ago. Uh, no, no, this isn't an old tattoo. This is a new carving.
3: Actually, when they are going in, I do wait a second outside just to make sure the door doesn't like slam and lock or like somebody's pursuing us. So when they run in, I do kind of like I have my gun in my hand now. I'm like just making sure when they run <laughs> so in. That's what
4: I did downstairs. I could do this to you too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there, there are there are there is a little block you can pick up from the landing to prevent the door from shutting, essentially, a wedge. I would do that.
3: Okay. Although I still hang near the door. I come in if I'm pretty clear I can keep it open, but I am back there just in case somebody does, pulls like a okey-doke on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Catabell
0: uh, it very literally is once bitten. So.
6: Oh!
0: Hey! I feel like I should take another point of damage for that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You're good. You're good for that. Actually, no. Let's give you the plus one die for just. No,
3: no, no. Okay, fine. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's emotional, emotional
3: trauma. It's true. It's true. So, it, all it's comes,
0: it all comes flooding back to you, Rose, seeing the symbol carved into Nolan Moon. Yeah, it isn't just from the books of your parents that you've seen that face of Abaddon before now. You've seen it before, but where? Where? It's almost like a a memory, almost like an ancestral memory. No, a story your grandmother once told you. In the full game of They Came From Beyond the Grave, this may be a fantastic opportunity for a cast back to the 19th century where you would be playing ancestral versions of yourselves. But for this, for the sake of this session... When you were just a little hunter hunting little monsters, just imps of ah, 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 ah-ha-ha-ha, known vampires or werewolves or the like.
4: With a tiny little knife.
0: Yeah. You would sit on your grandmother's knee. as She sat in the rocking chair. It was a pretty unstable storytelling environment, but bear with me. She told you the story of the goat-faced devil. She told you the story of Abaddon and how he would mark his sacrifices and learn to live forever in the realm of man if he could devour the souls of his followers descendants. It was at that point she said, if you ever see the face of Abaddon, you must run the other way because it will be you that he wishes to devour.
1: Dun, dun, dun. It's like a, a weird fade as she like goes back into the memory and then comes back no. into herself. <laughs> 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 um, she looks at everybody else and she's like, I think it's clear at this point that this is a trap. I know it's a trap for me, but why is it a trap for all of you? And she, she pulls the photographs out of her bag and, and, and spreads them out on the ground. She goes I don't care. Him. I seek
4: only the truth, no matter where it takes me.
1: Yes, that is what I am trying to do.
4: Uh, you have a photograph of this guy before he had the, the, the cutting? Yeah, do
1: I have uh, what, a picture yeah. of him too? Yeah.
0: There was a photograph of him um, taking something illegal nasally.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nice. Look, Catabelle, Father Tremaine, they were spying on you. They were spying on all of us.
5: What is the the photo of me?
0: The photo of you is definitely not of you in priestly vestments. In fact, this is probably the most confusing to the uh, rest of the group if they cast a look over at Father Tremaine's photograph. You would have seen it earlier, of course. Um, He appears to be conducting some kind of magic show You know, he's literally pulling a rabbit out of a hat. It couldn't be more incriminating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And what is uh, Caterbells?
0: Caterbells is him sitting in the park with his dear old mother.
1: So just the least cool thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) First of all, all, my mama's amazing. Uh, Second of all, I'm always ready for a slap. I'm slap shit out of this fake
0: priest. <laughs> Are you taking the brass knuckles off first? I,
3: I yes, I will because I, I, I don't actually want to. I don't actually want to slap. Yeah, but it's yeah. <laughs> So, I, I, I don't. I don't know that I want to use it mechanically, but I do have a trademark. I'm always ready for a slap, but I'm not trying to break his jaw. <laughs> I am just like,
0: yeah. Okay. Just like uh, yeah. You you slap uh, Tremaine. Uh, no ro- <laughs> no roll required. It's it's a hard cuff to the face, and you stagger on your feet. Oh. But you know you deserve it. Oh yeah. Is a they man wouldn't...
4: allowed to find a calling in life?
0: Is there is there a picture of the therapist as well? Uh, there is indeed, but hers is hers is probably the most mundane, I mean even compared to Catabell's. Hers is just her at her desk looking, it looks like, at the photographer.
1: Hmm. So it looks like, on these, she was the only one who knew she was being photographed. I think she was a plant.
3: Hmm. That the would be the that would be thematically appropriate. Like vegetative life.
1: <laughs> no, but anyway. <laughs> um, all of us are clearly being surveilled. Also, this one was dead with the mark of Abaddon carved into him. My grandmother always said that if we saw that he was coming for me. However, I must stand and fight. I cannot let this go on past my generation. Hmm.
3: And look around this room what else is in this room you said it's like a bandstand room like a, like a, ball like a ballroom room. yeah like a, a very large ballroom i search his body and see if there's anything else on him or if his personal effects
0: have been removed um he does still have his personal effects on him you think except he was wearing a button-down shirt much the same as you mm-hmm um and something quite distinct. He had a pendant around his neck when he arrived. hmm That's not there anymore. But he's still got cash in his pocket. He's still got his car keys. He's still got some dope. Um Hell. Yeah. Yo, you know. Y'all see
3: earlier this turkey, he had a little like little bling on like necklace on. It's gone. They left all his cash, they left, they left his stash, but they took all that with them.
6: Hmm. Huh.
4: So he was face down. Mm -hmm. Does it look like he staggered in here? Is there drops of blood? Like he staggered in, or was he dragged in?
0: Or did it happen right here? No, no, that is a very good question. That is indeed a trail of blood. It goes deeper into the ballroom, and there are two doors either side of it, but it only goes to one of them. Looks like he's been dragged here and positioned. When Rose found him, as I say, he was laying there prostrate, as in flat on his front arms out on either side
5: i will follow that trail of blood yeah or i'm going
1: to you... put put the photos back in my bag say are you all with me
3: of course this was clearly staged i'm looking around to see where could someone be watching us from Like, we were supposed to
0: come here and see this was all supposed to happen. So I'm like, I'm
3: looking for where that is.
0: Okay, well, there are a lot of very heavy curtains around the room. Uh, So there could be anyone looking from there. And in fact, as you start looking around a bit suspiciously, that's when you hear it. You hear footsteps running and slam of a door from behind one of the curtains. I go that way.
1: Yeah, let's all run over there.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm it's like, like a be ying at this point. Yeah, yeah exactly.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Yoinks. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, you do indeed. You run over. You pull the curtain aside. There's a door there. It's not as it's not opulent like the rest of them. It's not dressed. It's like a servant's entrance, in fact. Mm-hmm. So, hence, probably why it's behind the curtains. Um, and you can yank that door open. Do so. Yes, please. Okay. As, as,
1: uh, as he's doing that, I'm just going to have my shotgun ready.
0: As they're mm-hmm. doing that, I'm moving away from the door. Yeah,
3: if I see she's got the shotgun, I kind of pull it open and step out of the way in case she's going <laughs> to <laughs> blast. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, as you ran over there, you open the door, Catterbell, you're there, but Rose is right over your shoulder with the shotgun. Jeeves is on the other side of this room, which is a like a drinks and meals preparation room, uh, where people might go around with a tray. Well, exit from with a tray for ballroom dancing and the like. And he's working a door on the other side, and he puts his hands up and says, "Please." Uh... I slapped shit out of him with the brass knuckle
3: still on. because I said I was going to. <laughs> He's also a heating up room.
1: We can do yeah. that, and then we can interrogate him. I guess.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems
6: reasonable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, again, I'm not going to make you red. But I like I like it narratively. Um, so, as he says, please don't shoot. You just step up to him, and yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. No Clop- open hand. Clop- open hand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I him, uh, yes, but still you, with the brass knuckles yes, on. Clean his clock, as they say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he staggers and crumples to the floor. Uh, do you slap him again? No, we need information.
3: I just, yeah, my point was made. Yeah, <laughs> dramatically. Yeah, I guess I do. Sort of like uh, I push him up, like like kind of rough against the when he's sitting, kind of against the uh you know, shelf there and I'm all like, all right, now you better start talking, you dig? Cause I'm bitten, I'm poisoned and I had some bad cognac and I'm having a rough night. I don't know how much time I got left, but I do know I still got
0: four bullets, Jeeves. So you better give me a reason not to feed you one of them right now. Uh, It looks like your hand should be fine. I can see tobacco has been applied to the wound and as everyone knows, that's uh, what you require (laughs) to extract venom. Science.
3: (laughs) I feel like the lightning needs to crash when he says science, science. (laughs)
0: you know <laughs> you do have dramatic meteorology no i'll you... save our one thing yeah. <laughs> we may need the sun to come out
3: <laughs> but i i i look back and i'm just like rose what do you want to know from this sucker
1: what do you know about the mark of abaddon
0: mostly what i told you that it was a symbol of lord karnstein's family has uh, been passed down from Generation to generation, they mark their victims with it. They mark the walls with it. I suspect all of you but one will be marked with it before the night is out.
1: I'm not going to let that happen.
0: He is all powerful and almighty. He will not let you leave. If you try turning tail next exiting to your cars, you will find that they will not start. You will find that the road will fall away because Abaddon is the devil himself.
1: <gasps>
0: dun, dun, dun.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun.
6: Dun.
5: I will not meddle in the black arts, you understand? What is your role in all of this?
1: Quit pretending to be a priest. I do want to know the ad of a quip pretending to be a priest. Free- <laughs> That's one of my quips. <laughs> yeah, I know it's good.
0: Uh, <laughs> you can have your additional die and
1: Was it you who I- killed Mr. Progrott Greaseball?
0: No, no, I would not m- dirty my hands with such base behavior. I merely had to watch to make sure you discovered the body. I didn't expect you to start searching through the curtains it was my mistake. My role is to serve the master. Nothing more, nothing less, just as I have done for all of my life. Which master? Uh, Luther or his dad? Or Abaddon? They are all the same. I'm yeah,
1: pretty, pretty sure it's the same guy. <laughs>
0: and the reason you were selected, chosen, your families once served Lord Abaddon. Much to my
1: great shame.
0: As I said, each of you carries shame and sin for something that you've done at least three generations back, willing cultists of the Lord Karnstein himself. But then, as the descendants dilute and move away, his power wanes, and now he needs you back. And knowing that you will not serve him willingly given the vocations that you have taken up, He will have to consume you to regain his strength, but he is strong even without your souls, and he will have them.
4: Oh, no, wait a minute. I haven't seen the laboratory yet. (laughs) It could be a really good laboratory.
0: It's uh, downstairs. You could have accessed it via the um, study, but I understand that's in flames right now.
3: Mm. Let me ask you one question. For this plan to work, does he need to consume all our souls, or does every little one of them still have him out somehow?
0: All but one. The one that survives. We are, we're not lying. We abide by the letter of the contract. One of you will inherit everything that was Karnstein's. Everything.
1: All right, Catabel, that's all we're going to get out of him. If you want to kill him, yeah. now's the time. Oh,
4: maybe we should carve Abaddon's face on his chest first. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would mean two of us could survive.
3: I, I like this I, I magic. Co- co- it's the science, hammer. it's math. It's I, co- math. I, co- I cock the hammer and I'm like, last call, Jeeves, you better give me some reason to keep you alive, otherwise I'm about to spray paint this wall with your brains.
0: I am just a simple human, a uh, simple... Frail old man, you are not killers. You are not killers of humans. I am not afraid.
1: You just admitted you're a servant of the devil himself.
0: Like, and you also said that we got some sin and
3: taint on our souls or whatever, so like, what's one more for old times' sake?
0: I got you there. I go on knowing that my soul is clean. Do what you will. I actually
3: don't shoot him, simply because I'm trying to keep my bullets, but I do hit him with the gun, like (laughs) right
1: oh knock him out
3: yeah mm-hmm is there any way to like tie him or secure him like anything in here where we could like leave him here
0: yeah there's uh because... cur- there's curtain cords and the like in the other room because i'm for
3: sure he'll be completely whole and intact right here if we ever circle back but uh but his <laughs> hands feet gag you know tuck him under something where he mm-hmm. wouldn't be conspicuous yeah on top of him mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm and i'm like well i think wherever they were trying to get us to fall that blood trail that was probably a trap this whole place is a trap don't get me wrong but maybe we can look at that laboratory that you keep going on about maybe we can find some information down there and in there mm.
5: that would be great but where was he go i want. well only
0: one way to find out Uh, I'm just going to call a very brief break out of character, just for 30 seconds, because as I mentioned at the beginning of the stream, we are doing a giveaway of a free PDF of They Came From Beneath the Sea uh, to viewers of this uh, nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Every game of They Came From should be nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so if you are interested in getting a free PDF of they came from Beneath the Sea before it is released, uh, please do just comment in the chat and uh, we will announce who the raffle winner is at the end of our session. It only
4: makes sense. The rigid logic of science.
0: Do they need okay. to like type a type any particular command? Or... No, nope. 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 as long as they're active, we will be able to enter them into the raffle. Got it. Got it. And uh, also, any donations you can make to any of the charities connected to this convention are greatly appreciated. This is—we're winding down on day three now, so if you can go over to onyxpathcon.com and donate to either the Thurgood Marshall College Fund or Bodhana Group, even if it's just a dollar, really or both. appreciated. Or both. Yeah. Uh, this is both great free. causes. This is free entertainment, uh, but if you are happy to donate to one of our charities, we really appreciate it, and so will they will say
3: i've been doing a lot of charity work i always do a lot of charity work but obviously it's gone up about 500 percent in the last oh, 10 to 12 days huh, i wonder and why I, yeah mm, mm. Mm. but but i can tell you literally every dollar helps people think like oh, i've only got five bucks or you know i don't have hundreds of dollars like it really does add up it really does make a difference and there's been plenty of times in my life i did not have an extra five dollars so mm-hmm. i get it but if uh-huh. you can please help yep, yep.
1: That's what I'm Excellent. telling everybody. Like same, same thing. Like five bucks. What yeah. one dollar? One dollar helps. If we've got seventy nine people watching and everybody donates one dollar, that's seventy nine dollars.
3: Yep.
4: It all Rigid helps. Mathematical science. Exactly. As a Speaking
3: of, I would like to use one of my trademarks. Since we're trying to figure out what Jeeves was doing, uh, I have an enigma's trademark that human behavior is predictable. So yes. nice. if if we're all mice in a maze here. I'm trying. I'm like, where, where, where was he headed? Like, uh, like th- the father just said. I'm like, if he's stringing us along, what was the? Where's the next trap he's trying to spring for us? That's what I'm trying to
0: extract. Okay, again, not going to make you roll for that because it's a good connection that you've made there. <laughs> um, yes, the blood trail uh, would almost definitely lead you into some other trap. Um, where he's headed, just based on the architecture of this house that you know, and you've not been around much of it, but you have been to houses like this before in some of your investigations. This is a servant's quarters, and big old houses like this, many of them built at the turn of the century or just before, have servants' corridors between the rooms. If uh-huh. this is a place that's going to host lots of guests, the servants are to neither be seen nor heard, so they will be delivering food and, and- carrying laundry and doing all the rest out of sight in narrow cramped corridors between rooms and it takes you back to those eyes you saw in that painting there may well be somewhere to walk behind that as well hell I, it's at this level of the house i recount Just that like from Disney my World. associates
3: I'm like, y'all didn't see this, but when we was out in the hallway, one of them paints, I swear, is looking at me like in them Scooby-Doo cartoons. And you know, back in the day when they had, like, servants, and they wanted people like me have to have, like, walking through the back entrance and all that other nonsense, uh, all the time they would go sliding through the walls, right? And so mm-hmm. I dig this cat Jeeves here. He'd been getting around, and we ain't seen him. It's probably some sort of, like, servant's passageway all up through this place, like some sort of maze within a maze. Can you dig?
4: Yeah, nice. or like Rose said, that caused me the therapist is doing the same thing. Perhaps a way for us mm-hmm. to avoid the traps that Jeeves... G-
5: Einstein have laid for us.
4: It's worth I a try if it takes us to the laboratory.
3: Open the door that he was trying for, because he was trying for a door when we caught him. Uh, open it and see where it goes.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, who's going to lead, may I ask? Well, you got that street sweeper, honeydew, so if you want to go okay. first, that's uh, all right, fine by right, me.
1: Right, right before I go through, I'm going to turn to everybody. I'm going to say, all right. It's clear they didn't expect more than one of us to make it out of here alive, if that, if they're even telling us the truth. But we have a choice right now. Tonight, we could take down the devil himself. If we work together.
6: I mean,
0: I seek only truth. It's a good trailer quote, by the way. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) No matter where it takes me, I'm with you.
1: Cattlebell.
3: Uh, they said they didn't sabotage my ride, and that in and of itself is the reason for me to slap shit out the devil. So yeah, count me in.
1: All right. Shit out of the devil himself. I look forward to seeing you punch the devil, and then we go on our way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are
4: these hallways oh. uh, uh, lit?
0: Uh, they are by uh, hanging light bulbs. Uh, there's uh, little alcoves in the walls where things like saucers and plates and trays may be stored occasionally. Uh, but this isn't a place for where you would feel particularly comfortable. Uh, you can just about fit to abreast, but it's more comfortable not to, especially as one of you is toting a shotgun. Also, I'm um, sure all the
1: lights are flickering and swinging and doing all those things that lights do.
0: Oh, that they certainly are. I mean that that is exactly where you are right now. That despite the lack of breeze, there is a steady swing to those bulbs. As you're walking down this corridor, you think you can hear another scampering of feet, but it's on the other side of the wall. It's not not heavy enough to be human maybe more of these imps perhaps it could just be rats in the walls i mean nothing bad has ever happened with rats in the walls you keep going there's door you occasionally pass a door are you heading up as you reach a staircase that goes up and down down, down, down. he wants to go to
1: the laboratory so let's go down first
0: I like, just, it, do do we do I get any indicator of where that painting would have been, where the eyes would have been? Uh, you think you're going to have to keep doing a bit of a circuit at this level, um, so that means going the other way. You could split up from the rest of the group. Uh, that that went poorly
3: last time. No, father <laughs>
0: Anthony, with you. Do you
3: need to know that badly? I mean, says says Mr. Laboratory here. Uh, yes, yes, uh, but it's all right. Best we'll go to room the,
4: in the house.
3: We, it's. That's that's a low bar. It's a low bar in this house. No, I will I will stay with the group for the for the boy troy.
4: <laughs> oh
6: yeah.
3: Oh boy.
0: You head down the rickety wooden staircase that creaks and cracks beneath your feet. In fact, uh Rose, as you lead, one of the steps does splinter underneath your heel. Could you make an athletics and dexterity roll, please?
1: I can. That's my good dice ball. Two successes.
0: Two successes. Two successes is sufficient uh, to hop down onto the next landing. Everyone else sees this. It's not going to catch them by surprise.
1: Mind the gap there.
0: You all make your way down, you assume, by now. Yeah, uh, you're, you're on the ground floor now. There's going to need to be another staircase to take you down to the cellar, but there's a whole stretch of corridor. One heading west, you assume, into the west wing, one heading east.
1: Can we kind of Ooh. triangulate where, like, the study would have been from where we are?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Again, not, no role required for that. I think it's you're not that turned around to do so. Mm-hmm. The walls here are even more claustrophobically cramped. Uh, The lights are even farther spread apart, so there's areas of darkness. You step through them, but it's like walking along a street in a noir movie. You squeeze your way down this corridor. You hear that scampering of feet and claws behind the walls again, and an occasional (sighs)
3: <sighs> oh, that sounds like a nip
4: uh, anytime I, I,
3: I hear it I like punch the wall with my breath and boom get back from there you slimy mother <laughs> boom that's <laughs> a down the hallway
0: <laughs> and sure enough you find not a staircase but a dumb waiter
6: hmm
0: only um, room for one inside
3: how bad do you want it
4: well I want a staircase <laughs> <laughs> a series of right angles that we step upon to take us down to
3: the labyrinth. well I think it is less Lights likely geometry It is less likely that this thing is conjugated to like catch on fire or explode to be filled with spikes or some other kind of bull right now if you want to go down through this dumbwaiter. But if you don't, I get it because I don't want to take my black ass down it. (laughs) Ha
5: ha, can you dig? I don't know. Uh,
3: It's for a dumbwaiter, not a
4: smart professor.
5: I would like to see if the dumbwaiter is a trap. Using my trademark technology, I can turn this into a trap.
0: (laughs) So you realize here, Ian, if you fail this horribly, You'll be saying, it's fine, but you have just turned it into a trap.
5: Yes, yes, indeed.
0: (laughs) Okay, you get two additional dice. Give it your best. I would say uh, technology and hell, it's all about the uh, mental attributes. So we'll go for technology and intellect. I'm like, uh, I use bardic inspiration. (laughs) 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 You strum your lyre. Uh, three success. Three successes. Okay, no, the dumbwaiter is not uh, trapped.
5: <laughs> I think this is safe.
0: But it will still only fit one of you, and that one of you is going right. to have to be pretty cramped as it goes down.
1: Yep, I'm going. Alright. We could just look for a st- the staircase. There has
4: to be a staircase. They have to get down there.
0: Wait. I do well, say then... before you
3: go, before mm-hmm. you go, Rose, I'm all like, you know, I will say, uh, Dr. Quincy here does make a good point because even if we do this, it's going to be one person left up here. The last person, that, that's number three down, going to be trapped either way. So, one way or another, we're going to need some stairs.
1: Pretty sure the stairs were in the oven room. But if you want no, no, no to get back there, we can do that. No be one has to
4: stay there because you pull yourself up and down.
3: Is that yeah. how it works? Is that is you pull yourself up and down, or someone else remotely has done?
0: You, you can pull yourself up and down. The cords oh, okay. are visible in the back. Oh, well, either. then I
3: I, I, ret- I retract my complaint. Okay. <laughs>
0: but, so, but one of you will be left in the corridor to go down last.
1: So I'm going <laughs> to pull a, a, a knife, a very small crossbow, and like a two-shot pistol out of my bag, and just give one to each person. Y'all can fight over these.
5: I will. The pistol.
1: It's like it's like the littlest snub nose. Like. like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to lower myself down. Squeak, 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 Uh, uh, squeak, squeak,
6: squeak.
0: And Rose disappears out of sight. Rose, you enter the cellars. And you can hear the bubbling and crackling as you arrive down there. Clunk. You can't see anything immediately in front of you. I mean, in the sense that there's no room. You've just got a narrow corridor, a right turn that then clearly widens into a lit room because you can see a flickering light casting Mm -hmm. light and shadows into where you are now.
1: I'm gonna get out of the corner and peer around. Rose, oh, okay. are you okay? I'm gonna stay quiet for right now. I don't want to scream down here in case there's something down here.
0: You, um, you up above, hear nothing in response. Oh, Rose, you uh, peer around the corner, and you can see a cadre of cloaked individuals working, working on what looks like some kind of chimerical aberration or many of them. In fact, they are stitching together beasts, foul and obscene. You can't see their faces. They're just leant over stitching with needles, occasionally murmuring to each other. in what sounds to you like Greek, you think you recognize it from a restaurant you visited once one of them goes, uh, ha <laughs> ha and smashes a plate on the floor it's un- it's unique uh <laughs> it's
1: pita tzatziki <laughs> like,
0: yeah there, they're eating right. olives it's- and hummus it's they've got it's togas a- on no it's yeah. all very on brand i get it it's, yeah it's i get a it whole, it's a whole thing
1: yeah. oh yeah it, got it got it
0: yeah, yeah. the whole ritual involves them dancing together Uzo.
1: Yeah. just, just yeah. tossing back Uzo their shots yeah
0: <laughs> You know, it's rare that we go after the Greeks in RPGs, so I love Greece. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that's what you see. Um, okay. But the laboratory, not that you're too familiar with laboratory setups, although you have raided a couple, it's pretty damn extensive. You can see, as you're peering around, doors The could be blast furnace doors. You know, they're thick, wrought metal with... Thick studs around the outsides and circular, sort of hatch style dials on each.
1: Question Have they tried pulling the dumbwaiter back up, or can I do like a run and cram myself in there to get back up to where they are so they don't come down and start making a lot of noise?
0: Let's find out. (laughs) Okay. Um, so, Richard, you were concerned as Professor Quincy um, exactly. about the fact that Rose had not responded. So are you pulling the dumb waiter back up?
4: I'm probably going to call down again.
0: More loudly? Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, you have the opportunity to use a rewrite to essentially cancel something from happening if you want. But you would have to do it by spending it on either... No, in fact, you'd have to spend it on dramatic meteorology to drown out his voice, basically. If you don't, the cultists are going to hear him. Yes, go so. for dramatic
4: meteorology just as I yell.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm okay spending it on that. Alright. All right. Yes. All right. <laughs> so we have zero in the pool now, right? Yep. Yeah.
0: So there is a thunderclap at the same time as he just shouts down your name. <laughs> And somehow, even in the cellar, you can hear it.
1: Yeah. And like during during the thunderclap, is when I try to throw myself back into the dumbwaiter so I can get back up there.
0: Squeak, 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 pop.
1: So I'm just like on the edge. I like didn't come all the way back up. <laughs> 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 and it's just funny to me if her like little head just pops up. She's like, so. The laboratory is really cool, but also there's some folks down here stitching together some terrifying abomination, like culty folks, like Black Cloaks. Very creepy. Don't recommend.
4: But the laboratory is down there.
1: Yes, full of cultists in creepy robes stitching together something terrifying.
4: Absolutely, And it's a really cool laboratory.
1: It is a very cool laboratory. There's some blast doors. There's some bubbly bits. There's something yes. that would clunk. I don't know. Yes. Just, just, They're all speaking there, Greek and drinking ouzo. Were there chemical, um,
4: uh, you know, glassware things of that nature, or was it electronic?
1: I'm assuming it was your typical mad scientist lab, Matthew, all bubbly and Bunsen burners and speakers yeah, like and a,
0: bits. Michael Constantine. Yeah, uh, it was. It was like a carryover from they came from beneath. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was, it was a pretty typical lab thing. Also, we um, should not go down there.
3: Oh we should. Session, but what was that?
5: <laughs> I didn't quite hear s- that. Stop that.
1: I mean if y'all think we can take them on, great. I'm I'm all for that. But I need you all to be able to back me up. Uh, you I trust and two points at Catabell. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get my back the point is if we're gonna go down there we need to be real quiet till we're all together because you can't they're not gonna see us immediately, but if they hear us, there's a problem.
5: Just turn and look at the professor. <laughs> so
1: you gotta be real quiet. Can we do that?
3: I'm like, all right, you go on back down. I'll get down you just get into position with that street yeah. sweeper and then I'll get it. I'll come down second and I'll get in position two and then you come, to the you two come down and when we're ready, we'll do the do. do.
4: Okay, I'll so- come down third and uh, and I'll be very, very
1: quiet. Okay, fine. Uh, this time, because we should have worked this out last time. We were very stupid. When I get to the bottom and I'm out, I will knock twice on the dumbwaiter so you know to pull it back up, okay? Yes? Good? Go. Okay. And she just
0: like pops back down and starts
1: going back. Squeak, 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 squeak. Bump. You get out. And I I
0: knock twice. Yep. I'm fairly certain there is a uh, urban legend or or ghost story about knocking in the dumbwaiter twice. But it goes back up. And uh, who's coming down next? Uh, I'll go down next. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Caterbell, you fit yourself in.
6: Squeak, 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 squeak.
3: Dump. I when I get out, I go to the opposite side of the dumb waiter with my gun out, covered. So if she, when she knocks, I'm like ready. So if they come, we start
0: shooting. Yeah, all you can hear is mild Greek nearby. Luckily, it doesn't appear they've noticed you yet, as opposed to spicy uh, Greek. I was yes, about to say, spi- are there any? Are there oh. like rows of bottles of Windex? Uh, yes. Sex, yes. Uh, oh, oh, it's mm-hmm. go, it's it's gonna start getting spicy. Um, <laughs> you set, you send it up, and mm-hmm. we'll go next. Okay. And Professor Quincy, you make your way down. As Yes, the, the laboratory is very appealing. It's it's within, it's almost within sight. You almost want to just stand yeah. in full view and catch a sight. We of. need
1: to hold him back so that he can't see it until we're ready to go. Like, like me and Katabelle need to form a wall so he can't actually see it, because he's going to ruin everything.
0: Now, you, you <laughs> haven't- that sent- an idiot! <laughs> you've not sent the dumbwaiter up yet or you've not knocked it yet so father tremaine mm, yes while I'm you're up in the corridor by yourself keeping an eye up behind me <laughs> your face is still stinging your ears still ringing from where catabell struck you a man of the cloth <laughs> <laughs> A man of a cloth. A cloth. I'm gonna say no. He's dressed <laughs> in cloth. That is an accurate statement. It's true. It, yes, it might be a true. really
5: long scarf of, made of, of a bunch of smaller scarfs tied together, but it's a cloth.
1: I feel like he's made up from whole cloth. His entire personality.
4: Oh, nicely done.
0: And uh, Father, Tre- Father Tremaine, <laughs> you. Uh... He, might, he might be somebody's father. Yeah, we don't know exactly. Um, you hear a voice from down the end of the corridor. Father Tremaine, Father Tremaine. And you recognise it as uh, mm. Doctor Seward mm. therapist.
5: Keep the gun hidden but ready. Doctor Seward.
0: I'm I'm injured. They've tried to they tried to carve something into me and I managed to get away. I can't move, they've 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 cut me. <laughs> you're right to be dubious. <laughs> <laughs> she isn't what she says. She doesn't say that.
6: <laughs>
5: hmm. I, I I
0: I'd understand if you're if you're paranoid. I, I genuinely can't move. I will cautiously. I, need, I, need, uh, I, need help. I will cautiously approach. Okay. And
3: I just, I just feel like this is the number two from Austin Powers. I'm alive, but I'm very badly <laughs> very burned. <burnt>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I've broken both my legs. I can see the bone. Um, it really hurts. Yeah. Um, Tremaine, you slowly shift your weight and move down the corridor to where Seawood is calling you yes. like an oaf. That's and a gun. <laughs> Around this time, there will be a knock, I assume, from the dumb waiter. Hmm. Please, please, Father, I, I I, think if you don't get me out of here soon, I'm going to die. You can't see her.
5: But it is a, a very
0: dark course. corridor.
5: I think then... That all your secrets will be mine, <laughs> and I will discover what you are up to. I'm going to run back to the tumbler. I don't trust her.
6: <laughs> you get
5: Morris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Boom. laughs> I've fallen for that.
0: <laughs> and yeah, you crash into the uh, basement. Um you do not have any rewrites at this point, so it makes a loud crunch. The speaking in Greek stops. Greek music stops. <laughs>
3: you hear the clink of music glasses falling to the ground.
6: <laughs> Opa!
3: It was like puts down hummus ominously <laughs> They turn their heads as they drop it down. You no, know, the, the best thing about this, and this is true, the stream I'm doing after this is like an Odyssey, uh, Iliad-themed oh, Greek nice. adventure. So I'm nice. like, how random that this is my day-to-day. That,
0: that, that, there you go. <laughs> so, think think of the inspiration you can take from this game. And I have some feta f- f- cheese it's like, afterwards. It's yeah. like Scylla, Scylla and Charybdis I'm, I'm maneuvering between <laughs> here, yeah. It came from
5: Sanacopita. Well,
1: Careful, everybody. They're going to stuff us like grapes if they catch us.
0: (laughs) Um, We love you, Greece. Um,
1: (laughs) I do. I wouldn't know all of these food references if I didn't love it.
0: Exactly. We love your Pythagoras. Yes. (laughs) Eh. Um, And his theorem. What are you going to do? The Greek, uh, as I said, the Greek dialogue has stopped.
1: I'm going to ready my shotgun.
0: Yeah, to be clear, can we see these people or we've just heard them? You're currently hiding around the corner. Um, the only mm-hmm. person that's seen them is Rose.
3: I look at her and, I'm, and I just pull my gun out and I'm like...
0: You hear go for it. Some, someone call out in Greek. And, uh, what and do they say? That's true, you can speak Greek. Master, is that you?
1: The rest of us don't hear that. It must be great. Yeah. I don't. It's too dark. I don't know what he's doing.
0: <laughs> now you can hear footsteps coming over towards you as you try and sign your way through this dark room. I
6: know what you're doing.
3: <laughs> if I hear someone coming that way, I look at her and nod and I step mm-hmm. out and shoot him.
6: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. It was the police detective trying yeah. to work out what, no, uh... It's
1: yeah.
6: it Who's randomly Greek?
0: It's true. He's unannounced.
1: Too bad. Just like both of us side by side. It's like, what?
3: Nope. <laughs> All they do doing make it pizzas. It's not right. I was about to say, apparently, this is a stand your ground hellish devil estate, you know? Yeah. So we're just gonna come out and bang. Yeah.
1: Yep. It's yep, not yep, even up. our ground to stand. <laughs> they live here.
3: One of you. One so like, ours.
1: We're just home invaders right now, though.
3: One of us, yeah, that's true. One of us will have legal cause for this afterwards. Yeah. No.
1: Hopefully it's <laughs> one of us with the guns. <laughs> Definitely
4: staying against the wall when they go around to do their, going... their dirty, dirty work.
3: <laughs> I'm going full Danny DeVito, always sunny, and that's when I started blasting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, uh, those of you with guns, I would like you to make some rolls, please. I only need you to make... Um one roll each, but because you're firing multiple times, I'm going to give you each an additional die uh, to account for, essentially, multiple rounds. Um, so that's going to be dexterity. Yeah, you're firing loosely. We're going to go for dexterity and aim, please. Or aim and dexterity, I should say. All right.
1: Um, extra die from earlier that I never
0: used. Yeah, although Caterbell um, owns a pretty gun, he has no skill at firing it, I should have.
3: It's true. I mean, normally I just got to show it to them suckers and they get in line, you dig? <laughs> right, right. But I do have two dice earlier from my from my quip, correct? Yep. Does that still um, apply?
0: Um, not the quip anymore because you used that, but okay. I did, didn't give you the opportunity to use the bonus from Waxing Poetical, which you did so well. So you can have excellent. And I have um, one um, from being injured, also correct? Yeah, so that's uh, additional two dice then.
3: Okay, alright. Hey, that is two tens and one other success. Was that five successes?
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey. So, so yeah, this uh, PI with no skill at shooting. Finds, finds his god and his gun. And um, what about uh, Rose Thorn with the shotgun? Five. Another hey. five successes. Yeah,
1: I rolled, I rolled two two tens and nine, and then a bunch of twos and threes. We're
4: um, highly
0: motivated. <laughs> um, what does pr- Professor Quincy do during the chaos? So
4: they've whipped around and are standing there shooting. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. It's very loud. And I had ducked around where they were mm. around the corner. Does the corner put me in, in view of the laboratory? No. Uh, no.
1: Like all you can so see is like, the end of so the hallway and us.
4: In there. Yeah. Yes. You have to stick mm-hmm. your head
1: around where we are to look, see I it.
4: I
0: definitely have to look. Okay, it's heartbreaking and vial breaking, test tube beaker breaking and Bunsen burner breaking because the shells and bullets are flying thick and fast in this perfect laboratory where an <laughs> abomination to, against God and humanity is being shot to shit, along with a bunch of Greek cultists who really don't know what hit them. They they just signed up you know, their own temp contracts <laughs> and <laughs> it's just an internship you <laughs> Uh, not even supposed <laughs> to be here today. They are
4: caught in overtime by the master. Yeah. It's not, not not nice at all. Um, um,
0: and what would be a hellish montage to a rocking and yet royalty-free um, piece of <laughs> electric guitar?
3: It is the um, seventy you Get some slap bass in there too, though.
0: That's a that's a very different kind of. Seen, scene, I think. If a camera is basically just staying on you as you're firing the guns and not on the people being shot, that is very much a uh, slap face. Just coming in like a music video. Lots of dramatic zooms. And Father Tremaine, um, what are you doing during this? Well, Professor Quincy is shouting, no!
5: I'm keeping an eye on the dumbwaiter. Are you still in the dumbwaiter? No, I have, I've crawled out of the dumbwaiter, but I'm... Okay. I have my little two-shot pistol ready, and I'm watching out for anyone sneaking up on us.
0: It's just as well you do, because the dumb waiter starts going back up.
5: She said she couldn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep my gun trained on it.
0: <laughs> bam, 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 Montage ends with a squeak, 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 squeak. And hunched up, curled up, in almost a cube, bound to strike, is a positively devilish looking Dr. Seawood. And she sees you, Father Tremaine. And you see her. And she hisses. And vaults. You've got, like, a double derringer, so do your best. Oh yeah,
5: I'm, I'm just gonna... Pull the trigger twice, so that what's that? Dexterity and aim. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um.
0: If if you've got more points in cunning, feel free to use that instead, because you have had your gun trained on the dumb waiter for a while. Thank
5: you. I'm going to. Say... However, you do have
0: a complication of two, which is you are petrified, yes, and um, you have uh, the worst gun. <laughs> The world. I'm going
5: to yell. I'll give you a, a, the most a, unnatural kind of death.
3: <laughs> hey, size matters, baby. The song's same. Size matters. Hey, got a ten and a nine.
0: So three successes. Considering nice. the, um, and uh, so you buy off your two complications of being petrified and having a shit gun. You still have. <laughs> One success, and one success, I think, for dramatic purposes, is all you need to, as she jumps at you, connect right between the eyes, and she bundles back into the dumbwaiter. Now, I have to say to the players and to the viewers, we are running over time. So what might happen at this point? because we do have other panels and games right,
4: I actually I have, I have a very short window before yeah, mine yeah. actually so like 25 minutes have
6: to... right
0: now <laughs> yeah. Is, uh... but like many movies made in this period it
1: has a really short dating no mod sense. that sucks yeah
0: it either has a really shitty ending because <laughs> they had planned for Peter Cushing to show up in the final act but he just couldn't make it he missed his flight or they couldn't pay him enough and so they just had to kill a bunch of extra Greek extras who are playing cultists, and at the last minute, for no explicable reason, turned Dr. Seawood into a cultist, despite the fact she wasn't in the original script. That makes sense from a genre standpoint, and is a perfect way out for me as director come story guide. Um, the Logic other... dictates that yeah. she was the master all along. Exactly. In Greek, lord and lady are the same. same. Da, Therefore... Da, da. That's why when, there we go, we're making our own ending. When Caterbell looked up at the painting and said, does Karnstein look like the butler or look like Nolan? No, the answer was no. He looks exactly like Seawood, complete with the In mustache. a dress!
1: This is exactly what a writer's room for one of these movies must have sounded like. If we're just, like, throwing random shit at the wall, we're like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. What yeah. if or, what if
1: the villain was a woman? Nobody will yeah. ever expect that.
0: Yes, who can we get for that? Ingrid Pitts available. I Yeah. Um, the, And more likely, they got to day 29 of shooting, and they had the embarrassing discussion, whereas, we've actually run out of budget.
6: Mm-hmm
0: what are we going to do here? We've still got the actress who played Seawood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's make it happen. And so, the the story comes to an odd newmont As Seawood is bundled back into the dumbwaiter and it goes back up. Someone is pulling it up. There should be something after this scene. But it freezes and the credits start rolling in right. red font. <laughs> They show Nick. a scene from the beginning of the movie
5: with like the sun setting again yeah. <laughs> behind the
0: house. stock, stock footage. Um oh, another so, good one is
4: if the, it was a shot of the house, but there were there were flames superimposed behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone wait, set the wait, camera on fire. Wait.
1: If if the house burned down at the end, that's what I was hoping. Does that mean that I actually fulfilled my long term aspiration of destroying Karnstein House?
0: Yes, actually I think sure. you- Um, I don't think anyone else did, Um, (laughs) anyone else achieved their aspiration, although that's not true. Rich uh, did discover the scientific truth behind events at Karnstein House to a limited degree. Yeah,
4: I'm also Uh, filling my satchel with all the little doodads I can pull that haven't been destroyed yet.
3: I'm gonna say I took the cash off Nolan's body, thereby becoming richer than I came in with, so I achieved my (laughs) short
0: aspiration. Yeah, that was your short-term aspiration. (laughs) He's not using it anymore. Yeah, let me just go ahead and take that off of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about mm-hmm. Father Tremaine? What were Father Tremaine's aspirations? I wanted to be taken
5: seriously for once. That certainly did not happen. And
0: no, I mean, I, think... I feel like you got to be pretty serious
1: to punch one in the face.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You did shoot. You did shoot a out of context vampire <laughs> in the head as she lunged at you. So out
1: of context. Can I get a t-shirt that says Out of Context Vampire for whenever I need to be in the sun or like at a grocery store? I'm going to steal that. I just want it on a shirt. Please make one Ian, yeah. I'll buy it.
3: Guys, that's come guys, come guys
0: come I'm going do to grab
4: All
6: right. some food before okay. I got
0: to we gotta the next go. Alright, so we're just going to wrap up. Yes. Thank you very much everybody for playing. Thank, Thank you. Did so we awesome. give out
1: our book? Did we give out a free book?
0: No, that's what uh, Ian needs to do now as I'm winding okay. up. Yeah. Rich, uh, if Ian, you
1: need to turn off your video, then we'll deal with yeah, it. It'll just look weird
0: yeah ian is going to uh, say in the messages who won a copy of they came from beneath the sea in pdf um, but thank you so much everyone who watched and interacted in the chat as you know i stole some of your ideas and that's perfect for this kind of game uh, yes it ended in a silly way but it is a silly game and hopefully the fact that everyone had fun with it conveys to you the kind of mood you go for in a they came from game they're not serious they can be serious if you're interested in a serious they came from game go on redmond there's a very call of cthulhu like um they came from beneath the sea game very grim in tone mm-hmm. but there's also the nonsense that has been played over this weekend both by, well, by dixie and ian in their beneath the sea game earlier this weekend i've
1: never laughed so hard at a role-playing game in my entire life like literally by the time we hit our our halftime like, my face hurt, and we still had half of it to go. Like, I I knew it was going to be hard, because I've, I've seen Jacob improv before or whatever. I was mm-hmm. like, gonna be, it's going to be so hard to keep a straight face with these people. But I had never played with Wes, and so that was just, like, a, a blindside comedy bomb of, of Wes's character. Um, Ian, like, would j- he just stopped jamming for, like, 40 minutes and just let us rip off each other. And it was
2: so so fun and so right. silly. It was amazing.
0: And we used almost every single one of our cinematics. The only ones we didn't use. So we didn't use deleted scene, which cost too much to justify. And we didn't use I'm a serious actor. There are lots more cinematics in the book itself loads of quips there's loads of these meta powers that that's basically what steers these games entirely um but thank you very much also to the players obviously rich he'll get my thanks separately uh but ian uh you were a delight and just as when i ran beneath the sea for you at midwinter it is always a pleasure dixie likewise uh obviously this is only the third different well indistinct game i have run for you and you are fantastic
1: Thank you. It, it's, um, it's super fun. And like playing with y'all was fun. b Dave Walters, this was great. It's so much fun to play with you. I got to, you know, I love getting uh, to play with people I've seen that I got to play with.
0: Oh yeah. The, while not a competition, not an awards show, I do have to really say that b Dave, you blew the genre out yeah. of the water <laughs> in oh yeah. just about the most perfect way possible when i wrote on your character sheet before sending it to you that you were playing a smooth pi or what the worst of that affects i didn't quite anticipate um <laughs> dolomite yeah, I say,
1: we got we got dolomite and it was amazing that
3: was so good yeah. uh, That's yeah. that's this neighborhood i was in dolomite black dynamite you know yep. just uh, in, in there in there yeah I'm, I'm glad i'm glad it landed yeah no thank you thank you thank you for having me along it was a blast Congrats, well, thank-
1: Ivory Knight 22 You won the giveaway.
3: Oh, well Congratulations. done, Congratulations. Yes, and I hate to do the same and run, but I also have to be somewhere else in about 10 minutes.
0: But yeah, they came from Beneath the Sea. It's so still on backer kits. I'm, back kit. I'm going to link it in the chat one last time. So if you haven't ordered Beneath the Sea yet, you still can. Very limited time to do so because it has been sent to the publishers now. So please do that. Please donate to our charities and thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you. What could wave?
1: Bye. Wave. Wave.
0: Are you still with us? If you are, thank you and welcome back. Wow, that was long. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it was long, but it was very entertaining, wasn't it? Of course it was.
1: Yeah, it was so funny. Was, so good yeah. to hear me play. Again. I think you like the uh,
2: Dixies parts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like B. Dave Walters' part, <laughs> uh,
0: and and I like my own parts, as many people can attest. So
1: <laughs> uh, poor, poor Rich and Ian.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it, was, it was a genuinely entertaining game. I remember seeing bits and pieces of it shortly after the con, and it was just.
1: I actually really liked Ian's character. Like it's it's funny because like yes, I've I've talked before how like B. Dave Walters kind of stole the show with his character just because he did such a great job being that seventies person, but. Ian's, Ian's squirrely, squirrely character with a secret was really fun to watch too, and Rich just barreling through everything in search of uh, science uh, was was also very fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I thought um, so. Yeah, Ian was playing a lovely coward. Um, <laughs> that's that's how it came across to me, and mm-hmm. it, yeah. Every, everyone played a wonderful role in that game, and uh, hopefully, given that you, uh, if you're here, you've just listened to it, hopefully you agree. So as it's been a very long episode, we are going to cut to the end right now. So I'm going to say, Dixie, if people wanted to find you online to speak to you about uh, your They Came From Beyond the Grave role, your dramatic role, uh, where would they go?
1: Are you, are you forgetting an announcement about next week?
0: Oh, yeah, I'll do that after the social media. Oh, okay, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can find me most places at DixieSyanide. That's, you know, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, or DixieCochran.com.
2: And what about you, Eddie? Um, uh, folks can uh, reach me at uh, PugStudy.com. Um, there you can find my social media accounts. I will say I have been kind of taking a break from social media for a while. Um, so if you actually want to kind of reach out to me, there is a contact link on PugStudy.com. That's the best way to get hold me right now.
0: And I'm going to go for the same downsized thing. Uh, You can find me on MatthewDawkins.com. There's a contact me button there. There's also a Patreon link on there uh, if you want me to run games for you. But uh, I am likewise dialing back the social media presence. So, yeah, we do have some news just before we sign off. And it is that we are taking our first week off. (laughs) Since uh, Since this podcast started, we have ran for 100... And I don't know, 15 plus episodes without interruption you know, every week. And mm-hmm. it's uh, high time that we have a week off. So not only are we having a week off of the Pathcast, uh, we are also having a week off of work. Uh, that is everyone at Onyx Path. We will probably be putting up some kind of minimalistic blog over the course of the next week to talk about our upcoming projects, but we're not going to be on the internet discussing work, most likely. We're certainly not going to be at our desks writing work, I hope, we're going to be taking some time to do things that are not work. Let's see whether we can stick to it. So
1: I, I plan to spend at least one full day on the couch playing Animal Crossing, which I have not done
0: since the game first came out. And I, I should do the same thing with the Origami King game for Mario, uh, which yeah. I have recently got. Uh, Edwin and I, mm. my son, have recently been enjoying that a great mm. deal. It's excellent, fantastic game.
2: Yeah, actually, um, uh, thanks to one of our developers, Chris Allen, um, I have gotten hooked on the uh, Yakuza game series, um, and I picked up a bundle of them relatively cheaply on uh, Steam. So um, I've been going through those, and, and they're actually quite a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to playing. Get finally getting to I watched, game. Uh, I watched Jacob Bridges play a couple of those, and they were they were fun. They were
1: more more fun than I thought they would be. No, they're they're
2: based they're great. The melodrama. It's, not really like, it's great.
1: Yeah, it's just not my usual genre. No, but.
2: It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, because then I was like, Oh, it's Grand Theft Auto and then start playing it. Yeah, no, it it's it's pure soap opera. Um and it's, it's 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 so over the top and and I'm playing uh, Zero right now, which is set in the eighties. Um, so that's also particularly fun because, like, people like you know sending each other pager messages just made a comprise of numbers. I'm like, I remember when I had to do that. Oh my god!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
1: um I've been playing Pillars of Eternity Two: Deadfire. Mm. I started a new game of that because I, so I started a game of that like last year when it was first recommended mm. to me, and I got a little ways in and I was having a great time. And then my one gripe with the Pillars of Eternity game is that it doesn't do a great job of saying, oh, no, you shouldn't go there. You're too low level yeah. sometimes.
6: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and so I got stuck on a fight that I was unwinnable and didn't have any good saves I could reload. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped playing for about a year. And now that I'm over that trauma, I started a new game. <laughs> I will not be fighting the Kraken when I'm like level 15 this yeah, time. no,
2: no. no um, so... Yeah.
1: So yeah
0: yeah we need to go we need to go so we're all <laughs> going on holiday or vacation if you prefer so thank you very much everyone for listening and many worlds one podcast